This is Chris von Hoffman. I'm writer-director of Drifter, Monster Party, and a Phoebophobia segment from Phobias. And you're listening to the Horror Squad podcast. Horror Squad podcast episode number 172. Tonight we're doing a little double feature Night of the Demons remake and original from I think what 88 and 2009 if I remember correctly. I believe. Um, we're your co-hosts. Uh, we got Todd, we got Joe, Steve, Sam. Sam is pulling off a little Sonya Blade look from Mortal Kombat in the 90s. Oh my god I love that. Right and then Steve's got let me guess I can't see a shirt completely maybe wah, Hellraiser. Pen- Pinhead, no? Sorry, I'm off on that one. And oh, Joe's so. looking very dead-like <laughs> tonight. Ooh, Ash for Evil Dead, okay. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. And then Joe's got the Beatles. All right. Beard's looking fly as usual. Let it be, let it be. Let don't get, it don't be, get us started. Let it be. Don't get us started. Todd, did you get a haircut? Uh, yeah, I did before my trip. I t- got a little fresh like cut. like this little curl up top, the Super- little swoop. Superman? Yeah. I love that. It's hot. I had to make a good impression for the first, you know, first day with the new people and shit like that. So yeah, I had to be professional, Todd. How was how your how was your trip? Uh, it was okay. It was fast. Um, went to Atlanta, and I had planned to go to see some Walking Dead locations, but since it was a fast trip, I decided to hold off because I usually do some longer ones later on. And uh, I was looking at the hospital from season one. is pretty close. Uh, Woodsbury is like I think an hour from where we're working so it's not too bad so i'm gonna check out some stuff it's in the on the horizon once i go back Ooh, right yeah Wood, woodsbury it's like woodsboro close wow i wonder like if they that. i don't know what came first scream or the comic i think probably scream scream yeah <laughs> maybe they stole it Perhaps. lost it lawsuit <laughs> but yeah hot lana hot lana what about what's up with you joseph um nothing really just been really enjoying everyone's merch picks so far we've gotten a few people are finally starting to get their merch in i know sam and i's merch i believe is coming tomorrow that we ordered i got mine um, it showed up oh did you awesome yeah. how's it look looks really good it looks really good, good. i got a mug nice. and i got a magnet to start and i'm nice. really happy with it i haven't put any liquid in the mug yet because I, I didn't know what kind of quality it was for drinking but looks pretty dope awesome well, yeah, well, thank you to everyone so far that has ordered and keep sending in the pictures because we love seeing everyone in their gear. It's really fun and cool. Not to mention, it enters you in the contest to get uh, a box full of stuff. So definitely send us your picture, put it on social media, and you'll be entered. And I'm going to draw that in our um, top of the 90s decade episode. So that's when I'm going to draw that. All right. And I'll send uh, Todd's autographed Toxie bag lloyd kaufman <laughs> i got for, i got him like five years ago and i sent to him <laughs> thanks buddy <laughs> i mean it says too taught on it but you know you guys can have hey, you it. know what that's fine as long as it goes to a nice home it isn't joe's <laughs> what about you sam what's up i like your black hat it really does look like sony when she's in her her, her it gear. really does <laughs> oh my god thank you so much you guys i I wasn't going for the Sonya Blade look, but I will think of that each time now. Usually when I wear a black hat and a black sweatshirt, I always feel like um, Janet Jackson. <laughs> That's hilarious. 
I like Sonya Blade. I, no, I just didn't even like put two Esther and two Blade? together. Come on now. Well, I'm just looking at Sonya because I'm okay. on a Mortal Kombat kick lately. I love that. I'm going to be Sonya for Halloween. Very nice. And uh, before we have to mention it, Sam started a second podcast called uh, Let's Not. So let, tell us about it, Sam. Let's Not. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> Um, so Let's Not is a podcast that I started with my friend Michelle. We are two cor- two former co-workers who decided to take our unprofessional conversations elsewhere, and that's our new podcast. And we hope to talk about just personal stories, life lessons. Um, our first episode was about making friends in your 30s. Like, is it worth it? Do you need to go through all the trouble? And just all sorts of stuff. Um, so yeah, check it out. It's called Let's Not. And thanks if you've already listened. Awesome. I, I can't wait to listen. It, it's not on Apple Podcasts yet, but not the, yet. the second it is, I will definitely be listening. And also speaking of podcasts, I want to give a huge shout out to someone on our Discord who also started their own podcast called the Frightmare Collective. Ooh, so uh, cool name. yeah, it's a cool name. A great guy. Uh, he's got some awesome social media. Like if you follow him on Instagram and stuff, uh, he's got a lot of great content. So check that out. You know, we got to support other uh, people in the horror community and other podcasts. And yeah, it's awesome. So yeah, I can't wait it? to listen to that one. I don't know his actual name. He just, his Frightmare Collective everywhere. So I don't oh, know nice. his okay. name. But I actually did give it a listen. Um, And it's great. Like it was a great first episode. Like his, the sound quality, fantastic. And like, yeah. He did really well for a first episode, like very, very good. And it was, he was talking about uh, like horror cartoons and stuff like that. Oh, I love that. that. So yeah, it was very, very good. So yeah, check it out. Awesome. Awesome. All right. You guys ready for uh, some questions? Yeah. All right. You can ask us those questions on social media at the Horror Squad Podcast or hit up our infamous Discord. Uh, just send us a message and we'll send you a link to it. Uh, the really great people in there. Always a good time. So the first series of question comes to us from Mandy. And she says, hey squad, uh, congrats to Sam on your second podcast. I can't wait to hear more. So now that Sam, Steve, and Todd have a side piece, when can we expect Joe to start a second? And what would his new podcast be about? Wow, I don't, I don't know if anyone would actually want to hear me twice in one week. So that's the first problem. Um, but yeah, I don't know. I have no plans for it. I enjoy just doing this one. Austin Sports. Yeah, kid. Yeah, that. Uh, <laughs> Noma Garcia Para and Tom Brady. Noma. <laughs> what about uh, Garoppolo? Was pizza it pizza night? Pizza. Oh, I like pizza night better. Yeah, pizza, pizza night with nights. Joe. Pizza night with Joe. What do you think about Garoppolo back to the Patriots, Joe? I mean, I don't hate it if it actually happens, but I wouldn't. I do. I like him. <laughs> <laughs> I would rather them get like a young guy and just mold him, but we'll see. We'll see what happens on the draft tonight because it is draft night and on the night we're recording. So it's draft like right now. I wonder who t- I'm going to go look. Yeah. Actually. I did see someone suggest that I just read like the Blair Witch Project and the witch like word for word, like the script script and that would be my podcast so you know maybe i'll maybe uh maybe i'll start that and like i'll do the different voices and everything like that so you know stay tuned that's awesome (laughs) um she goes on i can't wait to get your new merch what design are you thinking about next and if you could add any type of item that currently isn't available on t public to have your logo on what would it be condoms 
Our squad condoms. <laughs> like uh, Tiger Tiger King condoms. Yeah, exactly. Those are pretty pricey online on eBay. Are they? I bet they are. Yeah. I want uh, a horror I, squad hat. Oh, yeah, hat, a hat or a beanie would be cool. I mm -hmm. wish they did do that. I was I was looking for something in the store. I, I just that we didn't have. I can't remember what it was. Someone, Might have been a beanie. Someone mentioned enamel pins. We have which, those. No, no it's just, just, it's buttons. just buttons. Yeah. Oh, just buttons. Oh. Yeah. yeah, they call it a pin, but yeah, it's a button. It's not a pin. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Beware! Don't order that if you're looking for an enamel pin. You'll be disappointed. Yeah. So maybe something like that down the road. But yeah, I think a, like a beanie maybe next winter we could plan for or something. That could be cool. But we'd have to go off our tea public for that. But I, I think right now there's a great array to pick from. So as far as other logos, we have a couple ideas in the works. But I, I think we'll keep it under wraps for now, I would say, you know, to surprise our listeners. Yeah, that sounds good. Yeah, they, they do have a good array of stuff. Uh, I, I bought two pillows, actually. Uh, I don't know. I thought it was uh, cool to put on my couches in the basement. But yeah, I, I agree. A beanie or a hat would be uh, probably the best thing that they don't currently have. So mm -hmm. I bought the tape. I bought the tapestry, like the biggest one they had. So we'll see how that comes out. Is it going above your bed? Just <laughs> <laughs> Maybe. Uh, I mean, I, I, fi I figured when we go back to doing cons, it'd be something cool to maybe like hang over the table or something like that. So we'll see. Speaking of cons, I sent you guys that one in uh, Indianapolis. I'm freaking psyched for it. When is that, Todd? That's Is that a Days um, of the Dead? That is a Days – no, that's a Horror Hound. Horror Hound, it's okay. in June or July, but – it's got the uh, Greasy Strangler guys, father nice. and son, which I am super pumped for. <laughs> I hope they do a picture in their costume. That'd be amazing. That would be their awesome. Their little pink shorts. Yeah. <laughs> I, haven't, I haven't been this pumped to meet somebody in a while because I'd never thought like they would do a con. Even though they're not like huge or anything, but sometimes like sometimes those smaller ones don't even ever go to cons either. So right. Pumped. That'll be fun. What are you getting signed? Like a Blu-ray or something? No, I you know. I thought about buying an, my own poster, but I think I'm going to wait and see if they have some cool ones at the at the table, like cool eight by ten or something. Have you seen that like Gracie Strangler figure that guy mm -hmm. makes? I think he makes them on Etsy. That that could be yeah, awesome. those are cool. <laughs> yeah. Uh, all right, moving on. If you were to host a Halloween party, but the theme, including all the costumes, had to be from one movie, what would it be and why? Oh, and by the way, uh, the reason we picked the movies tonight is halfway to Halloween. So, oh my gosh, yes. Yeah, which uh, Sam, I think, is the one who came up with, which is a great idea and an awesome episode. So, happy Halloween, everyone. Yeah. Halloween. Um, I'm going to just throw out Hubie Halloween because all the costumes in that were like really fun and cool. Um, I think. I don't know. I think maybe I would do Beetlejuice or like a Tim Burton theme where it's like you just dress up from any of his movies. But if I had to pick one, maybe Beetlejuice. That'd be fun. Um, let's go zombies only. We gotta be a zombie. Cool. And what, which type of zombie? Like a Don zombie or a... Um, it's gotta be bloody. Let's go from, I don't know, a modern day zombie. Like a Walking Dead. You gotta be a bloody Walking Dead zombie. Cool. And for me, I was kind of along the same lines as uh, Sam, but uh, Nightmare Before Christmas, I think would be really cool because there's a lot of different creatures and stuff. Uh, so that would be awesome. That'd be really fun. Mm -hmm. uh, and our last question, if the squad had a costume party, but each member's costume would have to be picked by the other members of the group, what would each member be wearing? Okay, so if I had to pick everyone else's costume? Yeah, you could basically pick other people's costume, but not your own. 
just whatever costume. Yeah, what what you want to see, essentially what you want to see us uh, okay. you know, be dressed as for, for Halloween. Let me think. Everyone at once. <laughs> <laughs> um, pimps and hoes. Oh, classic. <laughs> Uh, the Sanderson sisters. Yeah, I was thinking of the Sanderson sisters. That's a good one. Joe can be the Sam- cat. Sam Sonya Blade. There you go. <laughs> I think Steve would be a good Raiden. Raiden? Oh, he, he doesn't yeah, have a like, beard, he's, though. Yeah, but he's wise. You're wise. <laughs> you mean old? <laughs> that's yeah. that's no way. <laughs> All right, you can be Liu Kang. Great. <laughs> uh, Todd, I would have be George Romero. Oh, okay. That's, That's a good fun. one. I could see it. I, I could totally see it too. Just put those thick glasses on. And yep. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what was it? Sam was saying Steve looked like someone the other day. I can't remember who though. Do you remember Sam? Don't call Steve Austin. Um, <laughs> what's his face from the office? Um, Andy. Oh, that's right. Andy? The, the Nard Dog? The Nard Dog. Yeah. And I said that as a compliment, by the way. <laughs> I mean, he I was feel like fine Steve in... didn't know I was complimenting him. He was good in the early seasons. He was. In the yeah. big tuna days. Like, what are you still yeah. called? <laughs> yeah. Exactly. <laughs> um, all right. So... My favorite part, sorry. My favorite part from Andy is when they're in Canada. <laughs> and he's trying to get Oscar laid. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> he goes up you know, with those guys like... Something like, hey, how hot is that guy? <laughs> like, what? <laughs> yeah, that was awesome. Did, did you end up finishing the series this time? Um, okay, so I'm caught up to where I started it. Um, so it's where um, Aaron breaks up with Andy, and he's, like, not letting her, and she's dating the other guy. I think that's the last yeah, we're around there. Mm-hmm. Okay. And Pam's still being a little sour puss about Jim. <laughs> it's it's like almost unwatchable. It's so bad. Like the last season is terrible. Like even season eight was like watchable. Like I didn't, I liked it, but man, it's been like really bad. Like yeah, the and last season. Dwight is just now about to take over the office as manager. Finally. Mm-hmm. So yeah, you're really close to the end then. Yeah, we're like five. We got like five or six episodes left. Thankfully, like the finale was pretty good. Yeah, it was a pretty good finale. I've also changed. So I hated Dwight at the beginning, and it's like gradually gotten better. And now I'm like, Dwight is hot. (laughs) He's a man's man. He's so cute. He's not so like rugged and smart and just like I don't know. He's fun. How'd you like the spinoff episode they tried? Oh, it's terrible. I didn't like it. Yeah. Joe was can... telling me about that episode and I didn't know that was the one we were watching. And I was like, oh, is this it? And he goes, yeah. I was like, I don't like it. Yeah. Yeah. That's why they didn't pick it up. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I think it was better in concept than it was in the execution. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, all right. I think they, if they were, sorry, one more thing and then I'll move <laughs> on from the office. If they were ever going to do a spinoff show, it should have been either like Michael and Holly, or I think the only one would have been Jim and Pam would have been a great spinoff. I think Todd Packer. No, God. <laughs> dare. I hate him. He's so Hey, gross. Jim, still queer? Yeah. If you raise your kid to be like a Todd Packer, 
No. Please don't. He's got a couple love bumps. <laughs> I don't even know what that means. Where he, he comes back to the office because he got like general herpes or something. Oh my god, he calls them love bumps? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I, I love Todd Backer. He's so funny. <laughs> um Okay. He's doing, so, oh, sorry. We keep. I keep. We keep really interrupting. <laughs> sorry. Steve. No. Um. He's he's actually doing a con around here in November. Uh. The actor David Keckner. He's, he's great. Cheap Thrills. He's awesome. Yeah. I was gonna say Cheap Thrills. Yeah. yeah. What's that? Right. Final Destination Five. I think he's in. Kr- Krampus. Krampus. That's right. Yes. Yeah. 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 Oh, he's awesome. Um. Dad. And also for Halloween episodes, The Office has some good ones. So yes, if you're looking for do. some shows to watch for a uh, Halloween, check out The Office. Yeah, for sure. Um, all right, moving on. I got one more. I'm just kidding. Right? <laughs> <laughs> uh, so thank you, Mandy, for the questions. Next one's from horror fan Ryan. Would Sal have had a better chance of getting laid if he had been wearing a Horror Squad podcast hoodie instead of a jean jacket with the collar popped? Hey, Sal, Sal, oh, yeah, but yeah. Sal slayed Judy, though, right? That's confirmed. Well, we don't know. I know it's he not confirmed. confirmed. It. She he did not confirm it. it. Yes, she did. He did he's not like, confirm it. He's like, what was the confirmation? Jay was like, come on, Judy. We all know that you basically he called her out. You went on a date and he they had sex. And she went like, that's none of your business. That's yeah. confirming it. No, no, it's not. That Todd. is confirming it. No, yep. she's, Steve's I don't think she had yes. sex with him. And I think she's saying if she did, it's not his business anyways. I agree. That's how, like, you could take it either way. But I took it more as like, she's like, Fuck you! I'm not telling you. I wouldn't tell you either way. She so. banged them, and she's ashamed because it's dirty, dirty Sal. It's quite possible, you know. She wasn't also wholesome. She showed that bare booty in the beginning. Yes, she did. <laughs> yeah, so fifty-fifty on that. So maybe in the Discord, <laughs> I want you guys to know. Uh, like, you tell us, did Sal actually uh, bang her or not? So he did. But yeah, a hundred percent, he would get. He would have got laid if he was wearing a horror squad hoodie <laughs> yeah, or shirt. Absolutely, it's a, it's, it's a horror squad guarantee. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like if you, yeah, if you buy merch, I, I <laughs> yeah. personally guarantee it will get you laid. <laughs> <laughs> um. All right. So thank you, Ryan, for that. So the next one's from Weezerface. What underappreciated song should people include on their Halloween party playlists? Like spooky songs that people tend to sleep on. My choice, Maneater by Hollow Notes, which is almost certainly about a werewolf. Oh, Sam is the expert on this one. I okay, don't be putting me on the spot like <laughs> that. Um, well, I know you customized all those Halloween playlists for your parties. So. You know, it's been a while, Joe. So stop. <laughs> um, let me think. Let me think. I mean, I don't. My know favorite is it's a classic. Is Dead Man's Party? Me that too. is like my jam. Anytime me and Joe go out anywhere, and even at my Halloween parties, I'm like, no one bothered me. I'm dancing my ass off to this fucking song. Like, it is so fun to dance to when it's Halloween and you're in your costume. It's just, it's a good time. All right. I gotta go. Uh, Disturbia, Rihanna. That's a good one. Brings it to the dance. Mm-hmm. It does, yeah. You bump that on at a, par- a Halloween party, Todd. The dance floor will be bumping, I'm telling yeah. you. Yeah. The girlies come out. Mm-hmm. Uh, cool. <laughs> what about you, Todd? Um, I'm not a huge music guy, so I don't really have anything popping into my mind. But Deadman's Party is my favorite one, like Sam there. It's a great one. A good one. What about Werewolves of London? That's always a nice yeah. one. Yeah, that's a good one. That's, that's a good one. It's funny fact about that. Like every time Sam and I go to Halloween trivia, they always ask like who sings it, and we all we never we like never can 
Where was like, London? I think, I think we it's always like, say his name. We're like yeah. Warren Savon. I think it's Warren Savon. But we always say Warren Von Z or something. Yeah, like that. we always <laughs> say Warren Von Z, and yeah. we're like, why can we never remember that? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. Warren Warren Zavon. Yeah. What did I say, Warren? Von Z. Von Z. You no, said but it right. what did I, I said his name right the first time, yeah. right? Okay. I'm like, God damn it. <laughs> Uh, and on my end, uh, the two I thought about, uh, I like Season of the Witch by Donovan, mm -hmm. uh, which is a classic. And one I think a lot of people don't know about or sleep on that I really like. Uh, I'm a big rap fan, so that's probably why. It's uh, Who Do You Voodoo by Joseph J7 Lord. Um, super fucking awesome song. So if you're looking for something that people don't really know about, uh, Who Do You Voodoo is a great, uh, great song. So. And if you do recognize it, it's probably because you played uh, the Dead, Dead Island games on uh, on consoles. So what's it sound like, Steve? I think I know it. It's like who do you voodoo, bitch? <laughs> oh, a, I don't know yeah, it. Yeah, it's a, it's good. Oh, oh, I got one actually. Uh, throw on the uh, the Beast Inside from tonight's movie, uh, oh. Night of the Demons. It's there a great go. little great little slow jam. You know, if you you know if everyone's you know bumping and grinding, you want to get them a little closer. You throw on uh, the Beast Inside for a little slow dance, and you know. So you feel those boners popping through the pants there, ladies. Oh. If you know what I mean. <laughs> My God. Uh, all right. So moving on. Next questions from Captain Amazing eighty five. That's Chuck. What is the wildest party story you have? People would think I probably have crazy ones, but I don't have like a bunch of like crazy. I wasn't like a huge like party person where like I went to parties with strangers. Like it was just like small gatherings with like my friends. Like, so it was like, maybe like, I don't know, a dozen of us at the most. Um, I mean, one time we took um, <laughs> this like over the counter um, hallucinogen that like you could buy at like a head shop. It was called um, Salvia, I believe was the name of, of it. And like you instantly trip within like 30 seconds of like taking it. So like I literally, it was like the craziest shit ever. Like I've done, like I've taken, I've done like mushrooms and acid before, but this shit was like on a whole nother level. And this stuff was like over the counter, which like blew my mind. But I remember like inhaling it for the first time and like almost instantly, like the house next door looked like sliced ham. Like it was like just <laughs> falling like over, like sliced by slice. I do with the chance of meatballs trip. <laughs> And like, I was like, it was like the, it was crazy. Uh, so, and then like, I remember my friend took it next and he just started screaming like uncontrollably and like, he comes out of his trip and we're like, what happened? He was like, I was in the alphabet and like, I was a letter and I was stuck with all, like in between all the other letters. <laughs> and I, I was like, I'll never forget that. Uh, so yeah, I mean, that was pretty wild. That's some weird stuff, though. Yeah. Dude, if you look up, like, you can look up, like, Salvia trips on YouTube. There's, like, ones, like, that are hilarious. Like, there was one where, like, a kid, like, jumped out of a window. Like, he just looked, oh like, so panicked. Yeah. And Is I that think still they, a thing you can get legally? I, I don't know. I'd be shocked if you could. Drug addicts, man. <laughs> Damn. Um, nothing too crazy, really. I remember one time one of my friends got really wasted and she ended up throwing up on the carpet in my living room. It was one of my Halloween parties and like everyone was just partying and not paying attention. And then after they left, it was the next morning and I go out there 
and I see like a hole that was chewed in the carpet from my dogs because they like chewed up her vomit. And your dogs got drunk too? <laughs> I don't think they got drunk, but <laughs> I guess they could have if they're eating the drunk vomit. Yeah, that's gross. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, with Joe on his, I never went, well, I mean a couple times go out to random parties, but usually it was just buddies hanging out and still in like the the friend that has a bad parent that leaves his beer out. You can't, you can just grab it, still in their beer and drinking. <laughs> nothing crazy though. Nothing crazy, Todd. I don't believe. No, it. nothing. Nothing, nothing. We yeah. used to do stupid shit like, um, <clears throat> like, oh, like a group of guys would go like piss on doors. That's how stupid we got yeah. like lawn furniture. We would like pee on it and stuff like that. Thinking back on it, like if I was an adult catching myself, I would have beat my own ass. Yeah. But back then you're doing taking shits on doorsteps and stuff like that. Oh my god, I've never <laughs> taken a shit on a doorstep. Yeah. Have I TP trees and forked yards? Yes. What is what's a forking yard? Where you put like a bunch of um not now it's not great for the earth, but you used to put like a bunch of plastic forks in the yard and like you just put them in the dirt and then oh, it's like I've covered in forks and they have to go out and like bend over and like oh, pick wow. shit one That up. must be a Kansas thing. <laughs> okay all right enough of that what about did you guys do the one where you get like lunch meat or bologna or something and slap it on a car yeah and it peels off the paint yeah it was always shaving cream that we did to the cars yeah i was an angel as a kid so no i bet (laughs) okay steve steve's having having milk orgies (laughs) (laughs) in time we we knew a group of friends were having a like a camp out uh, so we like ninjaed over to their campsite and like started like Blair witching their camp, Ooh. like shaking it, throwing stuff at it. And they're like terrified, but that was, yeah, nothing crazy. Just mean, I guess. I remember, in, I think it was like maybe my first year of college. We, I went to my friend's Halloween party and like, they made this like punch drink and like, I drank a shitload of it and I went home and like, I couldn't like even get up from the bed because I was spinning so bad and like I puked like all over our carpet the carpets in my bedroom and they were tan carpets and it was just like the red fruit punch and I didn't even clean it and went to bed it stained so fucking bad I had to buy like a car the like extreme carpet like machine cleaner from the from the hardware store because like my I told my parents I was like this shit is not coming out like and Luckily, it came out once I bought that, but I was like ready to rip up the carpet. So, was that they pissed? I mean, they weren't happy. <laughs> <laughs> they weren't happy. <laughs> my uh, my mom and dad never really got mad at me if I was drinking at home, even if I was underage, you know, because it's, I mean, the safer option. Yeah. Um, but if, yeah, it was, it was always like a thing, like if you're going to do something like that, at least be at home. So, a couple, I remember I threw up on my friend's face actually. Um, I was sleeping on the bed and he was sleeping on the ground on the side and I was fucking like it was you know what remember that zombie movie Undead from Australia you guys ever watched that one well, it's familiar yeah if you saw the cover you probably recognize it but that movie had just come out and he was like trying to talk me down from throwing up he's like tell me about Undead and I yeah, saw shit blah, right on his face when he was like laying down oh my god Uh Sorry, Kevin. I remember one time um, it was like, like I drank a little bit towards the end of high school. And then I didn't drink like when I was 21 and I didn't get back into drinking until maybe like 23. 
And so once I did, and I had friends who would go out drinking all the time, we would always go to our friend's house because they would throw house parties. And I drank so much that I accidentally, um, I was like sitting on the edge of the bathtub talking to my friends and I fell back to where I hit my head on the bathtub faucet. And I don't know if I told this story before on here and I like cut my head open. So they fucking took me to the hospital and I'm like drunk off my ass and they're, they're asking me all these questions and I needed to get like a staple in my head. And they gave me all these pamphlets. They were trying to talk to me about being an alcoholic while I was drunk. And I was like, I'm not an alcoholic. I just drank too much. Like tonight, like it's fine. And then the next morning I had all these pamphlets about like 12 step program and all of this shit. It was awful. And I went home that night with the staple in my head and they were like, don't let her fall asleep. So a guy that I started dating and my friend who liked the guy, she fucking left my ass at home. And so he had to stay with me because he was like, you can't fall asleep. What a shitty friend, right? Maybe she was trying to help him out. No. Good friend for him. Uh, moral of the story, though, for the underage drinkers on our podcast, don't drink. It's not. <laughs> be yeah, be it's responsible. Not it's not fun having a hangover ever. Not no. fun being injured. Especially when you're older, right? It fucking yeah. sucks. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Did you know that it takes like 72 hours for your body to get rid of alcohol? Like to. Eesh. That's. T- I don't have time for much. that. <laughs> <laughs> All right, you wild gang. <laughs> um. <laughs> He was just holding back. He's like, huh. Yeah, I'm not. Sounds like a Tuesday night. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) I I went to a lot of fucking parties. Come on, Steve. Steve is a fucking little helium, dude. I'll I'll, I'll give you one uh, (laughs) that I can think of off the top of my head. So I used to hold parties a lot, like at my parents' house. Oh, yeah. uh, And bless them because they never really gave me a lot of trouble. Had they fucking known what actually went on in those parties, maybe they would. um, So there's one in particular where... You know, I, I had gone through a series of parties over that year where they went super fucking well. Like people were drinking, but behaving and not like acting too crazy. So I kept like kind of pushing my luck you know, <laughs> and inviting either more people or people I didn't know as well and stuff like that, you know, because you're always afraid as a teen that people won't show up, right? Mm-hmm. <laughs> Even though that never fucking happened. And sometimes there'd be like 50 people, but you still always had that inner fear. So my girlfriend at the time, not the not the dairy farmer um said can I invite three friends over I'm like sure now my girlfriend was a little younger than me uh and she had just turned 18 18 is a drinking age where I come where I come from and uh she brought her friends and whatever they're cool and they start drinking drinking stuff like that and more people start coming and things start happening and then she's like oh by the and then this one of her friends (laughs) she's her friends are like you got to stop drinking you're drinking too much right and then they're trying to stop her from drinking and they made me hide her alcohol somewhere in the house so she couldn't find it so she starts coming at me she's like grinding up on me and she's she's like licking my pants and she's like begging for me to get the alcohol and it started getting weird and then later on I found out that not only was she underage which I didn't know uh, okay. Because I made a rule not to have underage people at my parties. Uh, she was also pregnant, apparently, oh, <laughs> and boy. she lived at a like a home, not a like not with her parents. She lived like a I don't know, like a foster home, you think? No, it wasn't a foster. It was like a, a center for oh okay, delinquent yeah. teens. <laughs> so they started like trying to look for her, and then her boyfriend, or at least the guy that was maybe the father of her baby, was looking for her, and it just 
really started like going downhill from there. Then there was this other girl who kept flashing my guests and it was making them uncomfortable. And then she was yelling at people. And then it just, things just did not go well. People oh, are puking no. everywhere. Uh, there are people having sex on my bed, which I- Oh, dang. <laughs> um, told them not to. And it just- Did God, you watch? No. No, I didn't okay. watch. That's a, a lie, wow. okay. Yeah, no, I was so focused on trying to like calm things down and try to kind of get control of the party that it just didn't happen. And there's so many moments I remember, like there's this girl, the girl was flashing everyone. Uh, we called her boyfriend. We like took her phone, found who her boyfriend was and called him to come pick her up because she was out of control. And his name was Mike. So he comes over and he starts drinking, <laughs> you know, instead of like picking her up. And then she's super drunk and she's like, guys i love mike i love mike we're like he's your boyfriend like big fucking deal she's like ew not him and she points to one of my friends that's also called mike she's oh like that's the god. guy i want to fuck tonight and it's just oh my god it just did not go well that night that sounds amazing that sounds like a great time yeah it's like sounds like a movie <laughs> yeah it was it was almost like that like so the cops didn't come thank god but we had something called i don't know if do you guys have public security it's like city run no. kind of they're kind of like rent cops they're not really cops they're kind of just there for public ordinance some uh homeowner associations will have those okay yeah so we we have those in our cities they, they kind of t- take care of the small fry stuff and they came a couple times but i knew them so they didn't really care but it's just uh man good times those parties <laughs> yeah That's i've insane. seen a lot of shit i've seen a lot of weird shit in all the parties i've, I've been to but that's an example of the type of thing that would happen uh, moving on, his next question. Being halfway to Halloween, what are the costume ideas floating about for the squad? Sam and I were just talking about this because we went. We actually went to a... Co- so one of the comic shops we go to, there's a costume shop next door. So sometimes we'll like walk in there and kind of like just look around for the, for the hell of it. So we were discussing it and I threw out Otis and Baby as a possible costume thing i was like i got the big beard i was like great. sam would look great as baby i was like so um i like that idea yeah that would be fun baby when she does her performance baby and she's in like the baby oh, label or whatever the fuck it's called white paint no i was thinking like sam in like the ripped jeans and uh, like the little crop top or you know gender reverse it maybe yeah, yeah well i was talking <laughs> for gender re- there was a gender reverse idea too um where Sam was like, uh, we would go as uh, we were watching other demons. So it was Angela and Suzanne was another. <laughs> okay, but let me tell you about that. Let me tell you about when we were talking about being Angela and Suzanne. That's her name, right? Okay. So Joe goes, what did he, what did you say? What did you fucking say to insult me, Joe? You I don't said, remember. I was just like, you would like make a better. Low. Like, let me do it. Okay. So. Joe goes, Joe goes, yeah, you can be Angela. And I was like, I don't want to be Angela. I want to be Suzanne. And he was like, no, because Angela is creepy. So you can be her because Suzanne (laughs) is sexy. And I was like, what the fuck? I was like, why can't I be the sexy girl? Why do I got to be the creepy girl? I just meant because you liked all the spooky stuff. So that's all I mean. But Sam took it. Sam took offense to it. But also, what is Suzanne's (laughs) costume? Like, I that's the like, I like the costume because it's like, a Suzanne costume, but in her <laughs> world, what the fuck was that costume? Like showing off the showing off the legs costume. Yeah, but like, yes. what is she exactly? Like, is she a ballerina? Or <laughs> uh, no, I just thought she was like supposed to be like a doll or like a little kid. 
Yeah. Which is kind of weird in itself, but I don't know. Anyway, I just, I thought that was funny. I was like, Joe. And she's listed like, as a ballerina in, uh, mm. because she makes an appearance in, um, in the re- remake and she's listed oh. as a ballerina there. So. Oh. <laughs> yeah. You love it. That was a weird. We'll talk about that. We'll later. talk about what that. A, but yeah, I, I have what that. A in my weird notes. ass cameo. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, we might do Universal Monsters in the house, so we might do Mortal Kombat. It's still up in the air. What Let's would see. you be? For Universal Monsters, I'd probably be Frank. Frankenstein's monster, or uh, and then in, for um, Mortal Kombat, probably be like Johnny Cage or something like that. It's pretty easy to pull off. Yeah, that's nice. awesome. Um, and for me, so every year I theme my Halloween display to like something and the theme we're going to go with in 2020 was Hocus Pocus. Uh, and that's why actually I bought the costumes originally. So it was going to sure. be, um, my, sure, my wife. You had that costume for Hokey Pokey night. <laughs> 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 um, yeah. So my, my wife, my mother-in-law and my sister-in-law were going to be the Sanderson sisters. Uh, I have a niece and nephew who could play the kids. That's cool, uh, Steve. My father-in-law was going to be Binks, and I have Billy Butcherson's costume. So that was going to be uh, our theme. So we might do that this year. Uh, but we're not sure. Awesome. We might go back to a clown theme like we did two years ago because I'm in oh. a new house, so they haven't seen anything. Killer they clowns. Don't, they don't know what's up yet with you, oh, buddy. They, yeah, yeah. I, 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 want, I just want to like put it out there that I'm the house not to be fucked with. <laughs> not to be the weirdo of the neighborhood. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So that's why I might do that, but we'll see. They should make a movie about like you know how they always do movies where like the houses compete over like crazy Christmas decorations. Yeah, I, for Halloween. I, I actually wrote a film like that. It was they, basically yeah. Christ, Christmas vacation, but for Halloween. Yeah, that'd be they, awesome. I don't know why they haven't done that yet. They should. They definitely should. Yeah. Speaking um, of Hocus Pocus, though, um, they're actually going to be starting filming Hocus Pocus well, too. Well, it's they're now it's like saying that it's not confirmed. Like people uh, okay. are saying it is going to happen, and then some are saying it's not confirmed. Disney confirmed it. Like, there you go. Like here like in Salem, in Salem, though, and oh, I don't know about Salem, but yeah, they, I, they confirmed there yeah. is a Hocus Pocus too, <laughs> right? Like I, they're doing some kind. They're going to be filming something this summer, but people don't know if it's like the actual cast or not. Right. You guys definitely have to try to be extras in that if it's in your town. <laughs> yeah, I'll die if I have sure. to. <laughs> Are you joking? Like, fine, don't pick me for an extra for Hubie Halloween, even though you picked everyone else that lives here in Massachusetts <laughs> is except for. Halloween happy. Because you're too Except famous. Except the one who dedicates their life to Halloween. They, okay, they didn't want to have to you. pay you for it. I'll do it for free. <laughs> well, there you go. So, Disney, if you're listening, get Sam as an extra in uh, Hocus Pocus 2. But, yeah, that's the rumors are swirling that they're going to be filming it in Salem this summer. So, we'll keep you up to date for sure. When If we go, we'll definitely put pictures up on the Discord and whatnot. Nice. Uh, and his last question, and this one's for Sam. What is the food pairing for Night of the Demons? I feel like this is gonna. This should just be a weekly segment. Like yeah, Sam's I food agree. It really should. Food. I wish I would have thought about this. <laughs> okay, I'm gonna say. Let me think about this. Okay, Night of the Demons. All right, demons, demons. Um. It- I'm gonna go with um like like um a crescent roll pepperoni and cheese kind of thing that <laughs> looks hard. like mummies. Um 
I don't know. This is hard. I didn't think of this. Um, well, what else? It is, what else it is a do? Halloween party, right? The movie's set like at a Halloween party. So like, what are some good Halloween I parties? That's Rolls. what I just said, Joe. All right. Sorry. I said the mummies. Okay. <laughs> okay. Did you make those? Did you ever make them? Maybe I have. All right. Jeez. <laughs> Maybe it's on my Pinterest board. Pinterest. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe you should tune into episode one of her show and she'll talk about it. Exactly. Well, I get um, the perfect. What else? I get the perfect food for it. Okay, what? Better um, not be better not be jalapeno pizza where you're fired. No. <laughs> uh the mom's dog turd fudge rolls. Oh yeah, oh, yeah. that's perfect. You, 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 can, <laughs> you can you can you make them and serve them. Yeah, that is perfect. That's good. Yeah. That is perfect. Um, how about the little hot dogs where you carve them into look like fingers and you put little slices of onion on the tip to make it look like the fingernail? Ooh, that's gross. Come on. And um, to drink, I'm going to serve, I guess, Joe would appreciate this. I guess I'll serve a little orange sherbet soda float punch. Mm, yeah. All right. All right. Yes. And I would serve a bowl of fuck. <laughs> <laughs> I would serve a bowl of party. <laughs> I love stage. Oh my god! And then you can also have little. I would also have little sugar co- cookies in the shape of lipsticks. Mm. Hell, little cookies shaped as little nipples and Ariel. Yeah, with the lipstick I like that. Going in. Yeah. There you go. <laughs> and then coming out somewhere else if we're talking. Reading. Oh my god! Yeah. <laughs> uh, all right, moving on here. Uh, so the next question comes to us from Goblin Parade. Uh, so this one's for Steve. A cool name. I like that, that is a cool name. I was going to say that. Uh, so she says this one's for Steve. When you watch a French language film, do you use English subtitles? And do you have any French horror thriller recommendations? So the answer is usually no. Uh, I don't need subtitles. I, I'm fluent in French. However, and this is the same thing in English, really. If the act, so I'm French Canadian, not French from France. And sometimes if the accent is too thick in French from France, I might need subtitles. But that's similar to English if it's like Irish or Scottish English. Uh, it's just hard to understand. So I, I'd put subtitles for that too. But uh, natively, no, I, I don't need subtitles for French. So I usually don't. Uh, as far as French movie recommendations, uh, well, first, for sure, it would be High Tension, just an absolute fucking amazing film. Um, so that's definitely one I would say. Another one, I talked about it on a What Watch in a previous episode. It's called Ravenous. Uh, it's a French Canadian film. It's a zombie-ish type film. I would highly recommend that one as well. And not to be confused with the American uh, Ravenous, but uh, that's a good one. And finally, uh, you know, Martyrs or stuff like that are all obviously really good. So yeah, there's some decent French film, not a ton, but, and some people like Climax. I didn't, but that's also a French film. I get to, I get people two. like Raw too, don't they? Yeah, I haven't seen it, but that's definitely like it, a, yeah. Raw's not bad. I didn't. Uh, I got two though myself. Even though I'm not French, right. I'll throw them out there. Um, I'll throw out Inside because it was great. It's gory. It's disturbing. And I would throw out Irreversible. Um, it's pretty disturbing, but it's a really well made movie. Yeah, it's uh, yeah, it's like rapey disturbing, and I'm not a big yeah, fan of those. But exactly, uh, that's a, that's a good one. Mm-hmm. Uh, all right. And next questions from Slentine 2010. I hope I said that right. Uh, will there be an interview with Kathy Podwell someday? I hope. Yeah, that'd be she, great. <laughs> she uh, so she was she was Judy. 
yeah, yeah for people right. who don't know judy and uh, night of the demons i actually met her did she's you really nice. yeah yeah i met her at a con along uh, a while That's back cool. yes it was a night of the demons reunion and pretty much everyone was there even roger the only one that wasn't there was stooge i think unfortunately huh. but yeah it was pretty cool mm-hmm. even the director was there um michael tenney i think is his mm-hmm. name um it was awesome and i got to sit down and they showed night of the demons and they had the whole cast do uh like commentary for the movie it was pretty amazing just to correct you it's kevin not michael kevin tenney michael tenney did the music then i all was right, confused there you too. Go. yeah <laughs> awesome um all right thanks for the question so two more here uh the other one's from rise horror corner what is your favorite linnea quigley role i always lean towards savage streets because it may be the only role where she plays the innocent victim and not a slut who gets murdered (laughs) yeah for me it's night of the demons like it was the first movie of hers i ever saw and um yeah it's just like always just like held like that movie this movie in particular just like i have such fond memories of it and whatnot so we'll discuss it more but night of the demons yeah trash for me for the same reasons as you first movie i saw in plus i mean iconic you know um and i would say none of them because she's trying to steal my boyfriend which one jay joe No, I don't. Mm. I honestly don't know too many of Linnea's roles. Just trash and Suzanne. She has That's a lot. In my head. She's, yeah, she's got I a know bunch, she has like, a lot, roles, but yeah. yeah, a lot of she's in a lot of B movies. Um, but uh, also for people who want to have a little fun, check out Linnea Quigley's horror workout, which is on. You can watch it on YouTube. Um, but it's pretty funny. She has hundred and ninety six credits. Yep. Right. All right, girl. Damn. <laughs> yep. Um, and for me, I'm I'm with uh, Todd on this one. Uh, Return of Living Dead is like definitely the one I would think of when I think of Linnea Quigley. But I mean, Night of the Demons is also you know would be a close second, I guess. But definitely Return of Living Dead for me. It says she's in Nightmare Part Four. I don't. I can't place her in that. What is uh, she? She's a face yeah. in his uh, chest, right? Oh, she's a tit. Yeah. A tit. Oh, she's a, yeah. Yeah, she's the okay. bre- the breast and the chest of souls. Yeah. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> Yeah. Uh, all right. And the last uh, two questions come for us from Mando, who's you can also see on the Let's XP Gaming podcast, uh, which, by the way, we are doing Mortal Kombat on that podcast, which we said we'd do on this one. But after seeing it, it's not horror at all. So uh, we decided to just do it on the gaming podcast. So check out our thoughts on that. And I have quite a bit of thoughts on that one. Oh, um, any weird ghost things going on in your respective homes? Unfortunately, I don't think so. Sam, but Sam's more in touch with the spirit side. So. Um, recently, maybe for like, it's been the past few months. Um, the lights out in the kitchen, like where you guys can't see, but you guys can see where Joe is sitting. There's three lights that will flicker. Like it doesn't do it often. It's only when I'm out there and it's, if it's, I'm by myself and I always go, I'm like, is this my mom or is it Denali, my dog that died? And usually, depending on who it is, if I'm like, mom, is that you? It'll like flicker really fast or it'll be, it'll stop. And then I ask if it's like someone else and then it flickers. So, but nothing like scary or anything. Electrician, you need to look at that, bud. <laughs> no, Joe, it's our way of communicating. I've never noticed these flickering, so... Yeah, it's pretty like aggressive too. 
Wow. Can you record it, you think? I should record. I'll do it next time. All right. Uh, as for us, nothing here, thankfully. Yeah, nothing really here either. There was like semblance of weird stuff going on around the time we recorded the episode with Joe's mom, but uh, it, it kind of went away after a little while and nothing really since. So I would yeah. say no, no. I did have that streak when from from when I got COVID to when we had the ghost episode, there was a lot in between that. But I think it might've been, you know how like you get sick or you get scared and you want to scare yourself. So you kind of think of stuff. So it could have been that too. Nothing lately, though. Yeah. And finally, uh, congrats to Sam on her new podcast venture. Does she like David Boreanaz more now? I have no fucking clue who that is. <laughs> oh, my gosh. You don't? Did you ever watch Buffy the Vampire Slayer? Uh, just the movie. Is that Angel? Oh, yeah. It's Angel. Angel. Oh. So we had talked about because um, – and he was also in Bones, and I guess he's in a show called Something Seals now, but – um he there was a sex tape of him that got leaked of where he was masturbating <laughs> and we were talking about it That's and the then afterwards um we watched it and i was like just shrieking my ass off um <laughs> it's him just beating it that's it yeah it's just him like jerking it and then um i can't i can't remember i feel like i took it out of my mind but i feel like i want to say that it shows like some of his sperm on his stomach. I could be wrong. Weird. Um, but yeah, it's just him and like his phone, and he like zooms in on his like penis and stuff. That's a weird one. I mean, he does look like a daddy though. So is that a um, like a recent thing, or is that like a? Th- uh, it's probably like ago? two months ago that he that it leaked somehow. Weirdo. Hey, you gotta do what you gotta do, but. I don't know if he meant to release it or what. I don't know. But everyone on Twitter, they were like, I wish I didn't look that up. Um, So I don't hate him. He cute. Awesome. So uh, that's all the questions we had this week. Thank you. Joe everyone. looks like he's looking it up right now. Look at him. Yeah, yeah he's looking it up for sure. hundred <laughs> percent. He's got that oh, goofy yeah. little grin. <laughs> I was looking at the draft stuff. <laughs> sure. Who, who went number one overall? You know, I don't even know. I was looking at who was because <laughs> he's looking at a fucking sex exactly. <laughs> Sure. You got me. Yeah. Everyone thinks because you're a zombie, you don't know good coffee. Well, they're wrong. There's only one brew that gets my seal of approval. Deadly Grounds coffee is my guilty pleasure. The aroma is so intoxicating. It brings all of my neighbors out of the woodwork. Deadly Grounds coffee. Coffee to die for and zombie approved. It's good to get a little deadly. Use the front door! Oh, they're so disgusting. What are we doing? What watch now? Yep. Sure. Well, what have you guys been watching? I'll start because I finally watched the Texas Chainsaw Massacre Part 2. Yeah, boy which I hadn't seen in a very long time since probably like high school. Um, and I remembered not really liking it, but you know, Todd was telling me to get on it. And since our logo is the Texas Chainsaw Massacre too low, you know, I've been saying that for like three years, (laughs) might as well go and uh, rewatch it. Um, so yeah, I rewatched it and, uh, you know, overall I enjoyed it like a lot more this time around. There is still like, it's such like a weird movie. Like I still have like, quite a few issues with it but 
you know, overall, it's a good time. Um, on the opening scene is like the best part of the whole movie. Like, I love the opening scene, um, with the two like fucking wacky dudes just like driving down the street, and then the family comes at him. It's just such like a cool scene, and it's like pretty damn like creepy and scary. Um, so I love that, and Dennis Hopper is great in it. Um, Caroline Williams as Stretch is, you know, she's pretty good. She got a little annoying on me. Um, there's just like, man, I can't, like, I was shocked that Toby Hooper directed this, like that it was the same director that did part one. Like, I, I was just like, really? Cause like, it just goes in such a weird different direction. Like, it's just like goofier. The focus is more on chop top than on Leatherface, which I thought was kind of weird too. You didn't like chop top? No, I liked him. I liked him. I just thought it was like an interesting choice to like have him be the focus rather than Leatherface. And I did not like the one thing I hated the most was how they humanized Leatherface in this one. Um, kind of like gave him more of like a brain and like had him like, uh, which I, I did not like that. But overall, like I said, I, I did enjoy it more this time around. You know, I think I gave it um, three and a half on Letterboxd. So still like a solid sequel. Mm-hmm. Um, and I enjoyed it. Yeah, tonally it's 180 completely. Oh yeah, big yeah. time. Yeah, you got to be um, ready. For, you got to be ready for that. And I think that's why I didn't like it the first time I watched it. Yeah, I love everything about it, honestly. But the parts in Nomland, that stuff gets a little bit outlandish for, and not in a good way. Like when Dennis Hopper's just cutting, cutting fucking beams down and stuff. <laughs> um, all right, for me, are you gonna watch? Are you gonna talk about Sam and Maddie, Steve? I will. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I was I was gonna throw in that too. So if we want, we're gonna like, talk about it right now. Then. We can have like a try talk. <laughs> All right, tripod talk. Sam and Maddie make a zombie movie documentary. Currently on actually, I don't know. VOD. Anything. VOD. Yeah. Uh, it is about a couple of best friends who have Down syndrome, and you know, huge nerds love movies, love zombies. Go to the library, picking out Night of the Living Dead, stuff like that. Super cool guys. Um, one of their older brother, older brother, sorry, is. I guess he's like a film guy. I don't know, really. But they decide to make a movie that Maddie and Sam have been talking about for years and years and years. And they decide to make it a go. Crowdfund it, get some like Hollywood names involved and stuff like that. Um, and then shoot the movie. And it just chron- it, it follows these guys as, you know, through the script writing process, rehearsals, um, location, shooting, festival runs and all that stuff. And it's definitely not a horror movie i mean you do see the movie they want they make um at some point during the film but it's really about the guys and hanging out and having a good time and i actually i i loved it i don't know about how you guys felt but loved it yeah yeah um so this is a screener we got i hadn't heard anything about this i just kind of blind watched it uh because i really just because i had zombie in the title i'm like uh, i'll be interested and i never heard of um spring break zombie massacre which is the movie uh, that they reference in the movie, uh, which is from 2016. And uh, yeah, so I watched this really going in blind and I, I fucking adored this documentary. It, it reminded me of the basics as why I'm such a big horror fan and why I love the horror community so much. Uh, you know, because it re- when it really comes down to it, it's about just having fun and just doing you know things because you love horror it's not about the fucking money it's not about the politics it's not about the any of that crap it's really at its core because it's fun and sam and maddie 
really kind of showcased, you know, in their own minds, this is what I'd like to see in a horror movie. And it was so funny. And I laughed a lot. Like I actually laughed out loud a few times in the, and I don't laugh out loud that much at movies, you know, because I'm usually like on my own in the couch. Sometimes my wife's with me at this time I was completely alone. But the fact that I'm actually laughing out loud at some of the things that happen, like they kept wanting to put nudity in it, but the brother's like, no, it's PG-13. <laughs> He's like, oh, okay. Um, it's just a lot of great moments, a lot of great one-liners. Uh, it's just, it's also a really touching movie. Like, you know, the, the ride that they go through and the struggles they go through. I can't recommend this movie enough. Like if you're a horror fan and especially if you're a fan of filmmaking and stuff like that, uh, I, this is an absolute must watch. Uh, yeah, I echo it. I, I loved it. It's like one of the best documentaries I've seen in a long time. It's just, Oh man, it's just like all heart. Like it's like just so heartwarming and funny and even disturbing dare i say a time like when you watch the actual movie there there's like man like when the like devil's like fucking pissing on like everything and like they like disembowel like there's some like legit disemboweling going on like they didn't hold back in that movie which was was pretty damn funny um because you do you see there the entire movie it's like an hour long so the documentary is about two hours and about an hour 50 minutes to an hour of it is the actual movie that they made and it was cool that they actually threw in like the entire movie for you to watch um which actually was not bad. Like, I mean, let, let's get like, let's not like be crazy here, but I mean, it's, it's on a $50,000 budget movie. They did a pretty damn good job with it. Uh, and you know, it's, it's cheesy, it's goofy, but like I was never bored and I have seen way worse for low budget horror movies. Um, the devil makeup was awesome. Like I loved the devil in their movie. Um, he was super cool. Uh, it was awesome that Peter uh, Farrelly from the Farrelly brothers got involved and like sat down for like the entire table script read and gave them like legit, like constructive feedback and stuff like that. And I mean, once I, once Paul E.D. showed up, like it was like a five-star movie for me, you know, cause my big Jersey shore fetish. Um, but yeah, I mean, it's such a fun movie. I, highly recommend it uh it's definitely worth uh the price of a vod rental um it's just it's like so good but all i can say is death to the girl who stood up poor uh maddie or zach i can't remember which one she stood up but talk about a heartless like person just to like yeah. do that 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 was like the only sad part of the movie where like i i just like felt so bad but other than that it's just such a good time and a good ride but i mean stuff like that does happen so <laughs> yeah i got stood up at slither trying to see slither <laughs> yeah, i got uh, stood up at my prom too <laughs> did you oh, yeah. oh, no. I, I didn't go to my prom because i broke up my girlfriend she fucked this oh. fucked my enemy I think we've all oh, been stood up. Sam, have you ever been? I've definitely been stood. Have you ever been stood up, Sam, for like a date or anything? I feel, do guys stand up, girls? I feel like no. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Oh yeah. Are you sure. kidding me? Yeah, I stood up. I feel like guys do it more than girls. Maybe not. Don't come for me. <laughs> no, but about um, those guys just have like a great attitude, honestly. Yeah. You know, and and one thing I worried about, like seeing what it was about, I thought they're gonna kind of exploit them. You know, like hey, look at this. Let's focus on their disability, but it was never that. It's just about. Mm -hmm hanging out with your buddies which is fun yeah so, good, good stuff and, right and i had heard about this story before because it's it, they live in rhode island and i'm only about an hour away so it was like big news you know when they were it was being made so it was like all over the news and stuff but i had completely forgot about it and it was it's nice that they made this documentary now and hopefully it gets them a little more recognition and puts them back in the spotlight and 
I'd like yeah. to see. I'd love to see them make something else. Honestly. Well, they did say they're making a sequel. They're writing a sequel, which is awesome. Nice. <laughs> uh, and it even shows like, and that that's something that sucks, but it's just part of the game. Like when they when the movie came out, they got a lot of media attention. They're on Conan right. O'Brien and all that stuff. But eventually, that that attention dies down. Mm-hmm. You know, the celebrities stop talking to you. The media doesn't want to talk to you anymore. And that's the sad part of show business. Like once your movie's out and you've done the festivals and everything it just kind of dies down and they go back to their regular lives and they really like go through the filmmaking process in such an interesting way. And I, I just really seriously can't recommend this enough. It's the only 10 out of 10 I've given a film like in a long time. And that's really just based off. I adored it. Like I'll, I'll buy this Blu-ray if ever I, I see it, you know, it's. Yeah. It's awesome. Like I know it's a documentary, but I would make an exception and just Put it like in my top 10 for this year just See, like, yeah i, I was gonna put it in my honorable mentions because it's, yeah. it's a documentary mm-hmm. uh, and i can't like a documentary i can't put do- a documentary against a like a fiction film so that's why it's going to be in my honorable mentions for sure not right. in my top 10 but yeah sure. it's, but i'm it's, definitely going to mention it yeah. again because it's a, you have to see this absolutely all right. Um, so my first one then is uh, one that I think a lot of people are familiar with. And I, if I remember, I think you guys didn't categorize this as a horror, but I do. And that's 2016's The Belko Experiment. Uh, did you guys not say it wasn't a horror? or oh, It was my top of the was? Okay. I yeah. thought someone someone had said that they didn't categorize it. Anyway, I love that movie. So it doesn't matter. Uh, so my wife had never seen it. And I got the Blu-ray recently, so I'm like, let's pop it in. It's been a while since I've seen it. Uh, the story is basically uh, these people, li- uh, not live, they work in this building in is it Argentina or Colombia or something. I think it's Colombia. And uh, it's a bunch of Americans. And all of a sudden, the building like goes into like shutdown mode where all the windows get covered and stuff. And this voiceover basically gives them instructions to do things or they die. And it becomes essentially like survival, <laughs> survivor within the building and who can survive the last. And it's just, it's gory as fuck. It's super, like the characters are super fun. A lot of great kills, a lot of action it's like non-stop you never like you, you don't feel the time watching this it's never boring it's always moving can't recommend this movie enough just an absolute great film and that's the belco experiment from 2016 sammy um i don't think i watched anything come on really <laughs> no i don't think he did i don't remember watching anything this week all right well you're up then joe uh, am I? All right. Um, I was too busy reading a book, Todd. So, um, right. you know what? I'm going to hold my thoughts on that. <gasps> you better stop I gave you all it. plenty of time. <laughs> I'm just joking. I mean, we're fine. We're Things are good. We're right on schedule. <laughs> what page are we on? Hmm? What part? Things are right it. on schedule. Tell me all about it. <laughs> all right, Joe. Let's go ahead. What'd you, what'd you watch? Uh, so, I was catching up on Creep Show. And I watched episodes two and three, so I'll just talk about all of them really briefly. Um, Episode two featured um, a story about a bed and breakfast uh, that has gone awry a bit and also uh, featured an exterminator, uh, weird exterminator story. Um, this I thought was like a half good episode. I enjoyed the bed and breakfast episode quite a bit. Actually, I thought it was pretty fun. It was cool to see Allie Lauder in there had the like kind of, you know, Lizzie Borden bed and breakfast vibe type thing where, you know, they're trying to make money off of, um, you know, 
like a serial killer type thing and they get an influence in there. So I, I, I thought that story was actually pretty fun and it was, I was entertained the whole time. You know, there's some things they probably could have did better, but overall for a 25 minute story, I thought it was solid. The exterminator set story, the best part of it was Keith David uh, being in it. Is that his name? Am, am I saying that Is right? The Frank of the Beans. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. Um, he was, he's always great to see, but I did not like this story. It was just like way too just like goofy and weird for me. Um, yeah, was not a fan of that one. So, you know, I think the episode's probably worth a watch for the bed and bre- for the dead and breakfast one. Um, but maybe skip the exterminator one for me personally. Uh, and then the other episode featured a uh, two astronauts who go into space um, and make contact with aliens. And the other story um, was about uh, these two siblings and the girl thinks that her brother is trying to kill her. Uh, the alien story, I really, actually, really, really enjoyed it. Uh, it stars Brecken Meyer, who we've actually mentioned on this podcast more than I ever thought we would. Um, but uh, this one was pretty cool. Like they're, you know, up in space, the two of them, and they get um, word that uh, one of them will be the first one to make contact with an alien life force. And the other guy kind of gets jealous and turns on them. And I don't want to give it away, but it goes a pretty cool way. Um, and I, I actually, I thought that this one was pretty great. Like, I, you know, the some of the effects probably could have been better, but overall, I really enjoyed it, and I liked where it went. And uh, honestly, like, it, it's a pretty good message because, on, honestly, like most humans are garbage. So, and that was kind of the message of the story. Um, so I thought that one was cool. And the sibling rivalry one, oh man, this one was it was a chore. Uh, stars Molly Ringwald though which haven't seen her in a while. Uh, but, uh, man, like this one, like halfway through, I was like, I hated it. I was like, Oh man, I, I don't know where this is going, but I, I don't know if I'm going to be able to continue on with it. It does get better though. Like there is a really cool, um, like go- it has to do with vampires and there is like a really cool, uh, like vampire scene where she kills her parents, um, which I thought was cool. But other than that, not really great so another kind of half good episode for me so kind of disappointing because the first episode was uh so amazing and two and three were hit or miss um mine is a kid movie called Coraline from 2009 which i love it's one of my favorite animated slash stop motion movies of all time um not the first time i watched it i'm your other mother dear i love it it's really good huh it's excellent. It's freaky too for kids. Like it, it really goes there towards the end when like <clears throat> she finds like the dead kids' souls, I guess, and they're like, yeah, it gets it gets out there. But Coraline is about a uh, young lady that moves into a house. It's like a shared apartment kind of thing, and she meets like creepy people. And it turns out there's some kind of like demonic slash evil force that lures her into like another realm where it's her family, but the way she would want them to be. Like for example. Her real life mom and dad are busy working, so they don't pay attention to her. They make really bad food. And then the other realm, the other mother and the other dad, um, super nice, um, gardening. The house looks great. They cook really good food. The mom pays attention to her and so on and so on. But the catch is um, you got to convert Coraline to one of them. You got to put, you got to sew freaking buttons into her eyes and things like that. 
really cool story. Excellent, like, art, I guess you can say. Really great voice acting and super creepy. So Coraline, if you haven't seen it, even if you don't have children, I recommend it. Awesome. Your kids watched it with you, Todd? Yep. What did they think? Oh, we they, it's a classic. We watched You've it every seen it before. Yeah. yeah. How like fun. It. And my last one this week. Um, so I, I am now on a train that uh, I'm not going to get off until it's over, unfortunately. So I watched uh, a sequel to a movie I talked about last week, and that is Evil Bong 2 Devil's Harvest, a.k.a. King Bong <laughs> from 2009, which where else but on Tubi. So in this one, uh, after having destroyed Evil Bong in the first one, uh, it picks up a few weeks later and the uh, four like stoners who live in an apartment where uh, the first story was set, they f- each of them have like one symptom of having been exposed to Evil Bong in the first one. And each one has a different like effect that marijuana gives you. So for example, one of them always has the munchies. So he got super fat. Another one is like super horny all the time. So he starts humping everything in sight, uh, which is super awkward and, uh, you know, stuff like that. So in this one, they decide to go after um, uh, just uh, trying to figure out like how they can stop this curse and everything. So what ends up happening is they travel to uh, like an African country or whatever and bring the pieces of Evil Bong's face and um, try to like do some stuff and try to stop the curse. But over there in Africa, they have a new Bong called King Bong who starts doing kind of the same thing that Evil Bong did in the first one. So to stop him, they have to bring Evil Bong kind of back to life and attack uh, King Bong. Uh, I mean... (laughs) <laughs> it's it's horrible obviously but there's a ton of nudity which is uh you know i'll never complain about um that some of the dialogue is actually surprisingly pretty funny if you like charles band's humor which is very juvenile but at times i got a chuckle here and there it's not the worst film i've seen uh i'm sure they're only going to get worse which is hard to believe but i'm sure that's what's going to happen but i am going to watch all eight of them unfortunately he made eight of these so all eight of them and uh yeah that's it evil bong 2 devil's harvest over on tubi what happened to your puppet masters you're watching those for a while yeah they they took them off tubi uh, so but actually i think they just brought them back recently uh so once i finish my evil bong uh, uh, series i might go back and do puppet master again is that everybody's yep that's it yeah get them trivia questions out get them out i'm ready all right, trivia time. Scores are as follows. Myself in the lead with 46. Joe, second place, 42. Steve, right on his butthole with 40. And Sam, holding together with 29 points. Don't don't insult me. I was giving you positive reinforcement, but okay. <laughs> Who would like to begin? I'll start in celebration okay, of Dad. halfway to Dad. Halloween. Oh, Dad. Dad. Get it, Daddy. <laughs> Dad. Oh yeah, baby. Uh, all right, so in celebration, <laughs> in I was thinking we can go in the bathroom together. Oh no! <laughs> oh my goodness! The edit button will be strong tonight. <laughs> what is happening? No, that's from Night of the Demons. <laughs> I know, I know. I'm kidding. <laughs> so, yeah, but with the dad stuff, it sounded really. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> oh yeah, you're right. Not connected. <laughs> uh, okay, so in celebration of halfway to Halloween, happy half. Halloween people. Uh, I'm going to do all Halloween themed trivia tonight. 
which hopefully Ooh. I did not ask on our Halloween episode. I can't remember <laughs> that. Fact, so you guys might have See. an advantage. Okay, but all right. My first question is: Sam, are you are you ready? I'm ready. She's fucking ready. Look at her. She pulled the hat down tighter. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, a, like a dad coaching little league. <laughs> right. Right. <laughs> what was candy corn originally called? Corn candy. Final answer. All right. Absolute fucking garbage. <laughs> they're, they're good if you have like three of them. I agree. <laughs> I like candy. I can eat a whole bag. Well, yeah. I'll, I'll get super sick if I eat a whole bag. <laughs> uh, like I almost want to throw it back if I want to trick or treat it and they gave me candy corn. Yeah, was you that candy, candy corn? Uh, I don't remember. Oh no, that was my answer. Syrup candy. Maple maple triangles. Incorrect. The candy correct- teeth. You guys will never get it, honestly. Well, thanks, Joe. <laughs> uh, the correct. Well, if you're, uh, you know, a Halloween trivia connoisseur. Oh. But the correct answer is chicken feed. Chicken oh, feed. Okay, that's different. Right. Not Halloween, but okay. I mean, it's Halloween, but candy corn's Halloween, Sam. Let me get in here. Let me get in here. No, I'm saying if they called it oh. chicken feed, like that's not. Yeah, it's like not very Halloween. Yeah. yeah. Right. Well, it's candy corn. I guess it kind of looks like, right? Because fall, like corn, corn. harvest, farming. Oh, okay. Okay. That makes sense. All right. Ready? Yep. All right. Night of the Demons related. Oh. All right. Oh. Oh, he's ready. Look at him. How much money does my boy Sal? Which one? One dollar. That is correct. One dollar. You know how much what? Money does, how much money does Sal give Judy's little brother to tell him where the party is? One dollar. I like how he tries to give him a quarter. Yeah. 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 Like, yeah. Even even like a dollar. I'm like, really a dollar? But like I got like I was Sam was like, well in 1987 you could buy like probably like go to the candy store and get like yeah, a bunch of like, like get some candy stuff. and a soda. Yeah. What else? Yeah. Do you Saul's, need? Saul's still a cheap fuck though. Yeah. 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 All right. Todd, I, Todd, I want to hear your Saul impression. Actually, I I I, I got to work up to it. I, I'm planning right. on it for the show. Don't worry. Okay. All right. Perfect. All right. I'll go next. Uh, so my first one comes to us oh, Angela. From, uh, <laughs> comes to us from Kayla. Now I might have asked this before, so I'm not sure. So it might be an advantage for you guys, but let's see. Corey Haim said that what was added to the blood on the set of Lost Boys to make it slimier than other fake blood? Uh, jelly. Ji- nope. Jelly. Jiffy puff. Nope. Uh, Se- <laughs> semen. <laughs> no. Brown sugar. Uh, nope. Peanut butter. No. You guys go? Petroleum yeah. jelly. No. no. Slime. No. Cocaine. So the, no. <laughs> so the answer was glitter. Really? Uh, okay. No. Wonder how they didn't make it glittery on tape. Glittery. I don't know. Huh. <laughs> Interesting. All right. Well done. <laughs> Sammy. Sammer. Oh, it's my turn. Sam Nito. <laughs> okay, um, let me look real quick. <laughs> <laughs> I gotta pull up mine from Weezer Face when it's my turn again. All right, Weezer Face. Okay. This this question is old. Okay, not that old, a few weeks ago. This comes from Horror Fan Ryan. Are you ready? Yes. Yes. In the movie Basket Case. The budget was so small they could not rent a cam 
Wait, we had this question. Yeah, we had this last week. Last week. God dang yeah. it. I was hoping I didn't have to do homework. It was a wheelchair. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I feel like there's so, someone sent me some questions I haven't used yet and I've lost them. So. Oh, no. Okay, my bad. It's fine. <laughs> that was embarrassing. <laughs> <laughs> All right, here we go. We're going Halloween candy, you guys. This candy was used last coating. week, too. What? This was used last week, too. No, it wasn't. It <laughs> might have been asked for the Halloween episode, but don't even say anything. If Chicken, so, feed. Chicken feed. Don't even comment in the Discord that it was. I already know that it was. And it's not going to be the only one. Okay. How many colors of M&Ms are there in a normal bag? Five. Six. Eight. Steve got it. Six. Six. All right. Steve's at candy. Uh, what's it called up there? Candies? Um, Smarties? Smarties. There you go. <laughs> so, hey. Super weird. <clears throat> Back to Joseph. All right. Who was the first first lady to decorate the White House for Halloween? Nancy Reagan. Yeah. I've asked this before, so. Is it Nancy Reagan? Incorrect. Michelle Obama. Incorrect. Wasn't Nancy Reagan? She's a sweetheart. It was. uh, I'll follow up if Steve misses it. Oh, fuck. I asked this. Did you really ask this? I asked us at Halloween, I think. Huh. Yeah. Um, I don't. I, I don't fucking know. Uh, let's go. You can Ele- just give a last. Eleanor name. Roosevelt. First name. <laughs> Laura. Laura. Laura Bush. Incorrect. Fucking, I'll give Sam uh, one more uh, guess if she wants. American like. Larry <laughs> Clinton. Incorrect. So, it was in 1958. And it was Mamie Eisenhower. Oh, Christ. Ah, okay, no. cool. What did she do? I don't know. <laughs> but she de- she was the first to decorate for Halloween. So. Go Miss Eisenhower. Yeah. Rockin it. I start asking fucking Canadian politics <laughs> questions. <laughs> I, think, I think it's cool, though, every year where they have, they have trick-or-treating in the White House. That's always that's pretty cool. Yeah. yeah. Maybe I'd ask you a kid go go there. Yeah, that'd be awesome. All right, mine is from Miss Weezer Face herself, cat lady, cat lover extraordinaire. She says, has anyone done this one yet? How long did it take to film the shower scene in Psycho? Hmm. Like in hours or days or? You tell me. You can't tell us. Tell me, bud. It's it's longer than hours, so let's put it that Okay, way. I would say three days. Okay, we got three days on the board. I'm going to say one day. One day on the board. I'll do closest. I'm going to say five. Well, depending on what Sam says. How much? Five. I'll do closest. Sam got it. It was a week. Really? I was going to say seven days. Seven days. 78 shots, 52 edits. That's crazy. That's crazy. Yeah. Hitchcock, you man, man. He's, yeah. Imagine him and Kubrick working together. Oh, my God. (laughs) No one would want to work on that production. No. (laughs) Um, All right. So mine is also from Weezerface. Oh. What actor was in 1976 A Star is Born before becoming a horror icon? Um, Bradley Cooper. In 76? Is he a baby? Is he a baby? <laughs> yeah. Um, uh... I've never seen the that version. I've only I seen the new one. I know this one. Well, I wish it was Barbara Streisand, but I don't think she's a horror icon. No, no, no she's not horror, as far as I know. She's um, she's an X Files, I think. Really, Barbara Streisand? 
Pretty sure she was. I don't remember that. I don't know. Fuck. Dang it. I mean, Robert England. There you go. That's it. All right. Really? <laughs> yeah. Oh. Nice. Okay. Eat a cool. bowl of fuck. <laughs> In the shallow, the shallow. In the shallow. like, I hate you guys. <laughs> Good movies. My turn. No, oh, Sam. Okay. okay. Are you ready? If Halloween is the day with the third highest amount of parties held in the USA, what two other days hold t- hold top two spots? Christmas, Christmas and Thanksgiving. And Thanksgiving. Okay, let me read this again. <laughs> if Halloween is the day with the third highest amount of parties held in the USA, what two other days hold the top two spots? Yeah, Christmas, Thanksgiving. Parties. Fourth of July. Bur- birthday. Fourth of July. Bur- and Memorial Day. Birthday and Fourth of July. <laughs> do you guys not have Christmas and Thanksgiving parties? We do, but we both answered that. Fourth of July. All Memorial wrong. Day. Really? Okay. It's I'm I'm really let down that you guys didn't say one of the uh, answers. It's New Year's and Fourth uh, of July. How's that? Dab. What? Dab day. Oh, isn't that the football song? Yeah, oh. yeah, yeah. So let me I get this right. More of. people have parties for Super Bowl than Christmas. It's an American holiday here, dude. It's yeah, Christmas. <laughs> that kind people of people have like, like Christmas dinners, but not like that's a party. Well, I mean, I I love Christmas parties, but <laughs> that's her NFL song sounded like the Ernest Scared Stupid. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, it is halfway to Halloween, bitch. It is. You're right. <laughs> okay. Uh, last question, but I do have a bonus. Ooh, um, got a boner. So, how many calories are in the average trick or treater's Halloween stash? Closest without going over. Fucking hell. 3K. 30,000. 3,000. Right. 3,000. 30,000. No, 30, I said 30,000. 30,000. Todd said three. Steve. Uh, I'll go in the middle at, uh, let's go, 15,000. That's a lot of candy. All right. I did say closest without going over, but I'll just go closest because, you know. Yeah. Uh, so uh, it's Steve. Get the Come uh, on, right Steve. With uh, 11,000 calories. Nice. That's, yeah. Yeah. I, 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 when I went trick or treating at um, the uh, Mickey's Not So Scary Halloween party, I'll tell you exactly how much I got. Not in calories, but in weight because <laughs> I took a picture of the, uh, the result. Just to give you an idea, and I didn't even trick or treat all that much, like compared to an actual party. It was it was like a, I I, I had fifteen point two pounds oh, of candy, <laughs> yeah, just from trick or treating over the course of like three hours. Jeez. So, that's too much. <laughs> yeah, and most of it was not the greatest. So yeah, you still ate all of it though, didn't you, you bastard? I'm I'm not a candy guy. Like I'm fat as fuck, but a candy is not one <laughs> of my. Uh, like, I'm a, give me I'm a, a salt bag of Doritos for trick or treating. Yeah. In a hot pocket, and I'll be on my way. <laughs> I'm a corn dog. <laughs> that sounds good. Okay, this one is from Miss Kayla, and I did not use it last week because I had my own original for a change. Mm-hmm. Um, <clears throat> but this is a two-point possibility question. Ooh. So you get a point for each. In martyrs, what mm-hmm. are the two requirements for the so-called martyrs? Oh, it's been so long. 
Yes, as she said. I even talked about it on this fucking episode. <laughs> I, direct, I recommended it on my French films. You did. <laughs> I just I just don't remember it the all French that French Canuck. Yeah. Is Canuck a bad word to you guys? No. No. It's like Yankee, I guess, to us. Yeah, exactly. It's like, exactly like Yankee. Is it like constant being in constant pain? Yeah, I, I, anyway, I, I don't I don't remember. Yeah. Sam, you wanna throw something out there? Oh, I've only seen the remake once. Um okay. You watched the original. We watched the original. That was the original? We watched and then the we watched the remake? I never saw the remake, so maybe you watched it. I don't know which own. one I've seen. Oh, maybe, maybe it's the original then. Maybe we I want to watch the We watched the original. It has one of the girls from Pretty Little Liars in it. Okay, that definitely was not the original. <laughs> yeah. Um, oh. uh, you. Okay, rules or requirements? Uh, the requirements for the victims. Like, what do they have to be or have? Um. I don't know. I don't know how to say it. Like they had to have something bad happen to them or lose someone in their life. Trauma. Trauma. They got to be young and they got to be female. Oh, okay. All right. Pretty dark. Yeah. Thank you, Kayla. Thank you. That is dark. All right. I got to get on the board. Which star plays the boyfriend in the film Buffy the Vampire Slayer? Luke Perry. Yes, Sam. Total blank. He's a good actor, man. R.I.P. Yeah. Yeah. You're flying. (laughs) Oh, my turn. Yeah. Let me in. Let me in, man. (laughs) Okay. Dig deep. Mortal Kombat related. Oh, Oh, that would be fun. (laughs) Okay. Um. This one's this one has been asked, so I'm gonna revisit and see if you guys remember. Okay. What product is banned in Hollywood on Halloween? Silly string. Good job. God damn it, Joe. I asked that question. So I know you Hall- did. That's why I try to read it fast <laughs> while you weren't paying attention. <laughs> Thank you. All right. I think that's it, but I got a bonus. It. Get it. I All have right, a bonus Eddie. too. All right. A boner. How big is it? Like half mast right now, or is it full? <laughs> Wouldn't you like to know? I would. All right. What is the name? I need the name of the song and artist Angela dances to in the original Night of the Demons. You mentioned the song in the episode, <laughs> and I don't remember it. because <laughs> I, I had it on my stupid iPad, iPod shuffle. No, what, what did you say day. it was? Um, oh, in a crucifix, in a it's um crucifix by nfx s no. <laughs> um it sucks man i got it like in my mind it's the, the beast inside uh inc- incorrect no. okay the beast, is it oh, no, the beast. Don't. Incorrect. <sighs> Let's just see. i don't remember the cramps is it the cramps no no it is okay. so the name of the song is stigmata martyr mm-hmm. and the artist is bauhaus Oh, I was way off then. Yeah, yeah. I wouldn't have guessed that. I didn't have that in my head. It's a good song, man. And it was chosen by Amelia Kincaid herself. Oh. All right. She seems fun. She's very fun. Yeah. She's a nice little boat butt, too. You never met her? No. No, she's The only one I've met is, nice. uh, is uh, Linnea from them. Linnea, no. She's cool. She's cool. Sam, you got a bonus? Okay, I got a bonus. Are you ready? Mm-hmm. What is the name of my podcast? Let's not. 
All right, Steve gets a point. You know why I know that? Because I've been putting it into my iTunes every like three hours <laughs> for the past two days. <laughs> All right. I'm swearing. Joe. <laughs> yeah, I looked at mine and didn't have it. Yeah. Got some guy. It's on Spotify currently. Tonight, scoring is me with a big fat fucking loser zero. Oh, zero totter? Come big on. Big zero. First zero this year. Good. Sam, <laughs> Sam with the big two. Yeah. Joe and Steve each with three which brings our totals currently. I'm still holding on to a slim lead, 46. Joe, second place, 45. Steve, 43. Sam, with the big show tonight, 31. Ooh, I'm in the third. Oh, 31 for ha- Halloween. Perfect. Perfect. Hello. Just stop playing. That's it. <laughs> yep. I'm, I'm happy, man. I was like 13 or 14 points behind like a few weeks yeah, ago. You, so. you, you tore up. You've got the last four games, you've got three, four, four, three. Yeah, and before that, you were great. in the cellar. All right. Um, any other segments? Nope. News or... No, we got two uh, movies, so. Running late. All right, let me pull up Mr. Knight of the Demons. What do you want to do first? Rem- uh, remake or original? Let's do uh, remake first, yeah. and it sucks. Or no. <laughs> I was going to say the original first, because you, you guys have already kind of done it, so it's kind of a rehash uh, a little bit. I'm sorry, so original first? Yeah. A full moon. A spooky, deserted mansion. Halloween night. All right, dudes! Andy Dusses! Let's party! Ten kids. All they want to do is raise a little hell. Now, as long as they live, they'll wonder. What's gotten into them? Night of the Demons. Blessed be the sinners, for the Day of Atonement is at hand. Stop looking at me! by Kevin Tenney, 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 Tenney. Uh, while conducting a seance during a Halloween party, high school seniors unlock the demon that remains locked in the crematorium. That's kind of actually a weird description for it, honestly. Um, <clears throat> but anyway, a local weirdo of the high school, played by Amelia Kincaid, also known as Angela, throws a Halloween party at a local haunted house called Whole House, and no one goes there because it's, you know, had murders, it's haunted, things like that. Um, earlier, we were talking to our heroine of the story, Judy, who's getting ready to get picked up by her boyfriend, Jay, to go party. <laughs> um, we got Linnea Quigley party. in there. Oh, my God. We got Stooge, Pig, 
pig face. We got a pirate Roger and we got a whole mismatch of people. Really cool cast. Anyway, they go to the house and they start partying. And Angela, of course, being the weirdo she is, decides to do some kind of dark magic thing where they all have to look in a mirror and some weird shit happens. And then demons come and start possessing some of the party goers. Um, just leave it at that. Um, my initial thoughts are I absolutely love this film. One of my favorite movies of all time. Um, I love the music. It's fantastic. I love how it's shot. I love the special effects. The acting, although cheesy, really works in this movie. Um, and just everything about it. Not a lot to say it's negative. Um, so I'll just pass it on to you guys. Okay, I guess I'll go. Um, all right. So I hate... I Okay, I don't hate to admit this, but... I actually saw the remake before the original. I know, I know, I know. Tisk, tisk. Um, so the original. Okay, and I saw it a few years ago. I watched it with Joe. Um, but watching it this week was kind of like a revisit. I could pay attention to it more. Um, this movie is so fun. You guys have no idea. So when I talk about my Halloween parties, I'm fucking Angela. Like that is me, especially in the remake. I'll get to that when we talk about that. But this movie was so fun. Um, I loved, I loved it. I loved the music. Like Todd said, it was cheesy, but it worked. Um, and I really loved Angela's dance. What's his name? The pig face guy? Stooge. Chuck? Stooge. What a pig, right? Like. <laughs> fucking womanizer woman abuser like why aren't his friends checking him and being like bro relax they pick on he picks on that one girl way too often yeah, yeah. he's a jerk um so yeah I, I don't really have a lot to add from what todd said but all right uh yes this is one i watched like incessantly as a child um or as like a young child like yeah, yeah. Yeah, like 10, 11 or whatever. Um, the VHS cover, like, is just, like, burned into my brain. Like, I just, like, that was what gravitated me towards this movie. Um, and the tagline of just, like, Angela's throwing a party, Freddie and Jason aren't invited or whatever, um, I thought was so clever uh, to try to bring in more horror fans and stuff. But, yeah, I mean, I, I love this movie. It, it still holds up. Like, I mean it's low budge and everything, but like, man, the movie just like, I don't know. It, it just like has it, like it has something. There's just like something about it. Like even like the acting it maybe isn't like the best, but all of the characters are just so like good. Like they're all like, I guess like relatable in some ways. Um, but just like really, it's just like interesting at the same time. Um, it's just such like a fun movie. The atmosphere is fantastic. I absolutely love the house, which they actually filmed in an actual abandoned house, which is like really cool, which obviously brings the authenticity and why it looks so good. Uh, but yeah, I mean, awesome. The makeup of the demons looks so good. Like love the, the makeup jobs in this. And shout out to the director, uh, Kevin Tenney. Some of the camera work he does in this movie is like stuff you like I've never seen before, um, especially the broken glass. Joe, um, I was thinking camera. that too. I really loved that. Yeah, it's it's iconic. Um, and, you know, I've never seen that really like in any other movie. And um, I it's just so unique. It stands out like and it really stood out this time when I watched it. Um, 
and it was it was great and just like his use of camera work throughout the whole movie is like really impressive for a guy who was like really young at the time and for like a low budget thing coming up with like cool ideas like that and stuff um but yeah i mean it's just yeah i i absolutely love this movie yeah and i mean i agree it's a it's a classic there's a lot to love about it i think it's one of those movies that really captures the 80s like the essence of horror movies in the 80s very well and i think that's what you mean a little bit by the acting like it's it's not great acting but lines are delivered in such a way that i don't know always like puts me in the 80s mood um some of the words they use like was it bodacious tits sis thanks bodacious tits sis like no one would ever fucking say that in 2021 you know it's uh just little things like that that i really bring it back yeah i'm bringing it back bodacious tits tits back right or um, Linnea when she's like, far fucking out. Right. <laughs> far fucking out. <laughs> uh, exactly. Uh, so things like that are really great. I will say I have a couple, like, I mean, more nitpicks than negatives. Keep them to yourself, Steve. Oh. <laughs> like, um, Let's get to One, it. I, I think, like, when I think of party, I think of more people. Like, it's disappointing uh, how thank many people you. go to that party. Uh, thank you. you know, that's the one, and we'll talk about it later. Being one of the only things that I like better in a remake is that it's an actual party and felt like a party, uh, whereas this was just really a few kids going to a, a house. So that, that's one thing. Uh, the other thing is I find it a little slow to get going, uh, even though there's some cool scenes at the beginning that are funny and memorable. Uh, it takes a little bit of a while to get to like the demon part, which is really where I think the movie shines. So you know, I've seen it a bunch of times, obviously, but I don't have as much, I guess, fondness for it as you guys do. Uh, just because I think I watched it late, later, like I think I was in my teens, maybe late teens by the time I watched it the first time and stuff like that. So, you know, I still love it, but I think it takes a little bit too much time to get going. But other than that, fucking love this movie. It's awesome. Let's talk about Sal and how he sealed the deal for sure with yeah. Judy. Let's get <laughs> no, back to it because he did. Didn't, no. He did. Uh-uh. No. And why is she even going after Jay? Like, I, if I was a girl, right when, like, they're dancing and he, like, just completely, like, gives her the shaft and starts dancing with Linnea, like, he just, like, yeah. starts, like, he just, like, slowly starts dancing over. I'd be like, fuck you, dude. You like, guys would do the same thing, too. You would leave I'd go back. Date. I'd oh. go back to Sal and start sucking his dick or something. You know? <laughs> like, come wow. on. Like, fuck Jay, man. Like, he's a douche. I, th- I think Judy's <laughs> the hottest chick in this movie. Personally. Yeah, yeah. Angela's pretty hot, Angela, man. Angela, yeah. I think I think all the ladies are good looking in this. Yeah, they are. It's a good Absolutely. cast. Yeah, yeah. Definitely better than the remake. Mm, yeah. I mean, they're they're good too, but it's just like a certain style in here. But Amelia's yeah. got a nice little booty too. She, she does. does. Like, I was like, she, oh my god, her dress is see through. When she lifts that dress up, man, she's in that like those little panties. I'm like, oh my, like that was <laughs> I was pretty hot. I was like, I don't, re- I didn't remember that honestly, but watching it this time, I was like, oh dang, look at that. She dances got a tight little body under that that black dress there. <laughs> um, but that that dance scene is like just so iconic. It's one of my yeah, favorite I scenes in it. horror. Yeah. yeah, she's yeah. such a good dancer too. She was doing all sorts of like pirouettes and everything. I feel like she's a trained dancer. She is, yeah. Mm-hmm. She, oh, yeah. I knew it. Yeah, I really thought Saul was a good, smart character, too, because he, like, early on, he's like, this is fucking weird, man. Yeah. And then he tells everybody, like, yo, I'm getting out of here. And, like, he's smart. So so I have a question. Like, when she's doing the dances and they do, like, these weird jump cuts, right, like, with Angela, do you think that's what Sal is seeing? Like, her, like, kind of levitating around the room? Or do you think it's just the way they kind of, like, cut and edited it? 
I think it's uh, supposed to be like it's supposed to appear jolty for a reason. Yeah. I think, but mm-hmm. that's how I took it too, and that's why he was like so scared of her yeah. or whatever when he was no, he, he's he's seeing what's really happening. It's like that's why I like him so much, and uh, he doesn't yeah. deserve to die because he's the <laughs> only smart character in this movie. Mm-hmm. Yeah, which I was surprised about because I thought he was just gonna be a jerk mm-hmm. the whole time, and I'm like, oh, maybe he will get out of this and get to leave but uh let's not like forget about our boy roger like roger knew Fucking right roger. Roger. Through. <laughs> roger knew right away to get the fuck out of there and yeah yeah i mean and he does get out you know it actually um does he deserve he, it i think so. like why not right like and does he, he deserve is, to get out so yeah, Rod- he wasn't really the, exactly the hero type are you kidding me how many times did he have to save that bitch <laughs> first of all and we don't talk about judy that way so he's yeah. he's actually come out in uh interviews very recently saying like how proud he is of this role because like he was like one of the first uh black people to like survive a horror movie which yeah. is probably oh, yeah, pretty ac- is probably pretty accurate mm-hmm. he's like yeah he's like you know most black guys were dying like first off in movies and stuff and so uh you know it is pretty interesting yeah for like a movie in the 80s like having a a black yeah. lead survive just wasn't happening so i mean it was cool to see that um and just, I just, for I, just for sale. <laughs> he didn't deserve to get impaled on a piece of wood. I don't know. It was just driving me crazy how Judy was. Like, I felt like she needed to get it together to fight for her life. Like, she was literally just sitting there like a hot dog, <laughs> roasted, like having Raj, like, keep it's like, okay, we'll use your little legs and stop yelling and focus and lift your body up. Help me, Roger. Raj! <laughs> I, I think the scariest thing though is Jay raw dogging Linnea Quigley's character. <laughs> yeah, probably. She, she definitely got around. Yeah, for sure. Uh, the sour balls line in the beginning is great too. Like, yeah, and don't yeah, forget the like, unsung heroes of the film was the two guys watching Linnea Quigley as she's like just bending over. Right. While Angela steals all the stuff. Yeah. And shit. I, I just love the look they give. Like they're such fucking pervs. I mean, you would look too. Of course, but the way is their look. Like the look they have in their face yeah. is so dirty. I think it really captures Halloween too. Yeah. It it really does. Like even though like there's not like a ton of like Halloween decorations or anything in the house and stuff. I mean a little bit, but yeah, I mean it definitely ca- like it just feels so like Halloweeny, you know. And um, what do you mean? There's pumpkins. There's like I mean, candles, yeah, there are abras. There's also the fucking um, <laughs> what's that light called? I forget what it's called. Uh, strobe light. The strobe light. <laughs> yeah. What about the open <laughs> credits? Did you guys like them, or did you think yes. they're too long? Yeah, I, thought- I loved that so much. So. Fun fact about the opening credits, because I learned this when I went to the um, commentary thing. Um, the movie was only an hour and like 25 or 26 minutes long, and they wanted it to be an hour and a half. So that's why they put in the title card after the movie to get that's it to an hour a and a half. Thing. <laughs> yeah. It's great, though. Oh, it's great. Yeah. No, and it fits like the, the whole like aesthetic, like Halloween aesthetic of the movie. It's like a really fun little thing. It's really cool. Else, what'd you, I mean, well, what what'd you guys think of like the very ending with the the grumpy old man? Oh fuck uh, him! Eat, yeah, eating yeah. The, eating <laughs> eating pie. Oh yeah. <laughs> right. It's his such like a up. weird. 
Yeah, it's such a like a weird way to end the movie. It's like so incredibly random. Um, is it? I don't know. It's kind of dark though. Like, isn't he it miserable? Is dark. And he's like, he fucking tried to kill everyone. So why not? You die of your own little game, sir. Mm-hmm. Called Judy a whore too for no reason. He did. Yeah. <laughs> She's trying to help him up. He's like, get away, you whore. Well, he was upset because fucking Sal comes up with a fucking rat, rat. And, and, and like puts <laughs> it in his face, and then he then fucking stooge moons him. <laughs> driving by. Can, He's already can, we talk, can we talk about how like quotable this movie is, as you can see from the yeah. group chat? Very <laughs> like, quotable. So many different accents and delivery lines and from Linnea, like, did you get enough stuff? To the stooge <laughs> to uh Saul or Sal, like just great, man. Not great yet. one-liners. Yeah. Really, yeah, it really is. And I mean, this movie has like such a huge cult following, but also it actually did really well uh, in theaters. I was reading on IMDb. Um, so it was like very limited theater release, but it did so well in the theaters it was in. They said it would have had a like $15 million opening weekend, which would have been like one of the highest grossing openings of that entire decade. So it's very impressive. <laughs> yeah. Like you said too about the cover, like one of the best covers in my opinion of all time yeah absolutely absolutely agree and yeah i mean i don't know who did the makeup on this but the fucking makeup is like so top-notch throughout mm-hmm. yeah and fun fact they actually lit amelia kincaid's hands on fire for that uh warming the hands in the fire scene <laughs> oh wow yeah they put like this gel on her hands and she said they had to like make sure they it wasn't too long and they had to like douse it out really quick or else her fucking hands would have been like permanently burned <laughs> All for movies. Yep. Uh, do you guys want to get to twenty nine, uh, two thousand nine now? Sure. We gonna rate rate this one at the end together. Or do you want to rate this first? Oh, what do you guys want to do rate first? Yeah, we can rate it now. Okay. Nine out of ten. I agree. Nine out of ten. Sure, maybe I'm looking at it with some nostalgia glasses, but it's just like i don't know to me it's just like an absolute classic it never gets old i can watch it a million times and i enjoy it just as much as i did the first time i ever watched it um so yeah i mean i I love it it's one of my all-time favorites yeah so four and a half out of five letterbox nine out of ten for us um i'm also gonna give it a nine i feel like that's really high but it's such a good halloween watch Mm -hmm. and i'll be the one who spoils the party (laughs) uh 8.5 well, that's still really that's high respectable. <laughs> yeah, I, I liked it a lot but nine i find a little high for, yeah uh, but yeah 8.5 is uh it's good it's a great movie i mean it's definitely a classic uh I, it was good when you picked it because that's something i had to have on blu-ray so you know it's yeah it's great do you have the screen factory blu-ray steve uh yeah it must be yeah yeah i got the, the one with the figure it came with the angela figure and like the, the poster. steelbook is that sc- is, yeah 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 screen factory dressed like a cat why not because i told you that i was gonna be a cat enjoy the party um something's not right Demons. Your skin looks like. We have to get out of here. Now, stuck in a closet. It's not a closet. It's a pantry. 
सकते हो Um, basically the same setup. However, this time it's set in New Orleans, and we got our boy from Terminator 2, Edward Furlong. He's a drug dealer, and man, it, uh, I will get into that. But uh, he goes to the party to sell drugs, obviously, to uh, Shannon Elizabeth, who plays the the new Angela in this one. Um, yeah, and then you know the party gets raided by the cops. Edward Furlong has to stay behind because he lost his drugs because he hit him make sure the cops didn't find them so he has to find angela They're like hey we need to find my drugs they stumble upon a secretly sealed door that has a bunch of um skeletons in the basement and one of the girls i think Amelia, is it angela puts her hand in one of the skeletons mouth mouths mm -hmm. to yeah it's angela yeah to get a bit. gold yeah tooth and it gets bit by the thing and it transfers the demon to her body and then that's where we're at yeah which we didn't even mention in the first movie they get infested by i guess from the seance right that awakens the demon yes. in like the crematorium yeah. or whatever and he comes out and it just like inhale gets inhaled by linnea yeah. yeah and this one's a little different in that one it was like the demons are just around right mm -hmm. but this one like they're trying to end the world by possessing seven of the victims, seven whatever. souls yeah. yeah if they succeed the world ends and it's up to our heroes to stop it <laughs> Right. Um, so we have oh, some, horror. and you got Monica Kina in here. Yeah, right? uh, Freddy vs. Jason fan. Yeah, too. she's good in it. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Um, then we have the girl from uh, the Friday Thirteenth remake. I forget her name, top of my head here. Let me look. Actually, I don't know. But um, <laughs> <laughs> we're greeted with some terrible like flashback scenes that are just garbage. Oh. Come on, uh, guys. I you know I hate this movie. Honestly, I'll just come out <laughs> and say it. I hate it. So who wants to take oh, it? God. I hate it. It stinks. Okay, I'll fucking take it. Take it. Okay, take so it. like I said, I watched the remake before ever seeing the original, from what I can remember. And I can I can vividly remember going to, at the time, we still had Blockbusters back in Kansas. There's still a few video stores. Uh, Shout family out to video there now, But it was Blockbuster. I remember renting this and thinking, oh my God, I'm going to fucking love this movie because of the cover. You got the spooky haunted mansion. You have the demon tan coming out of the ground and the little jack-o'-lanterns looking so happy. I fucking loved this movie so much when I saw it at the time. And I still love it. It's not as great as the original, but I love it so much. And so like 
Angela and this, this is how I am with my Halloween parties. Like I literally want people to get so drunk, have a good time. Like you can have sex on my bed. I don't fucking care. Like I want everyone to get oh. fucking wild and crazy. I didn't spend thousands of dollars to buy all this food, all this decor, all this alcohol. Like we're fucking getting crazy. You guys, it Someone's is so fun. All of the music, the soundtrack is amazing. If you're looking for cool Halloween party, look up the soundtrack to this. It will make you shake your titties, throw back some drinks, shake your little dicks. It is so good. The whole like party of like how Steve mentioned, like I love this because there's so many people. <laughs> Why little dicks? I just imagine a bunch of like fucking wieners just. <laughs> Woo! <laughs> I love this because there's so many people at the party. Like this is what my party was like, you guys. I love it so much. And I don't want no little kindergarten party where there's only four people and we're playing tic-tac-toe, pin the tail on the donkey. No, we're about to come close to an orgy, okay? Oh. It's Halloween night. Oh. Get your ass up, get in your costume, and let's party. Get the tickies out, get the titties out. It's so I fun. I, I mean, obviously, an... like the the effects and stuff like that aren't that great, and the acting's not that great. But just the whole like Halloween night and the party and stuff that like makes up for it, I think. So I, I did have a note Edward in my notes. Furlong? Fuck Edward Furlong. Hey. I did bad? have a note. I did have a note in my notes saying that Sam was Angela from the remake. So I'm with you on that one. <gasps> so I don't that down. So much, Todd. <laughs> oh my god. Yeah. And I uh, I have to make a correction to the the girl. Diara Baird is from Texas Chainsaw the Beginning, not Friday the 13th remake. So she's a big natural breasted one in this one, not the big fake one. All right. Um, but yeah, anyone else? Go for it. Sure. Um, so I remember seeing this like when it first came out back in 2009, and I went in with like a super closed mind. I was like, oh, fuck this. Night of the Demons remake. This is going to be fucking terrible. And I thought it was terrible when I watched it, but like rewatching it, 12 years later i didn't remember like really much about or 12 years later if i can do math um <laughs> i didn't remember much about it like whatsoever um so this was like a pretty fresh watch and you know as like a night of the demons remake um this movie is fucking trash but as a standalone like horror movie this movie's fucking trash. Um, I, on, <laughs> yeah. I loved it. No, I, I did not like this one uh, whatsoever. I, you know, there were like a couple of cool scenes here and there, but it just feels like also like soulless to me. Like it's just like nothing like the, the performances are all like just so like wooden and it just like seemed like everyone was just kind of there like for a check paycheck or whatever um i don't know there's just like something about that original just has like such a like good vibe and character and just seemed like everyone was like having a fun time and this one it's just like it seems just like a movie all the characters know? are the same in this one like there's no yeah exactly difference. yeah 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 there's like no, like i was not rooting for any of the characters like in the first night of demons like i was like i was like feeling for the characters like oh god i hope you know, they don't die. Like I, I, you know, when Stooge dies, I feel terrible. I'm like, ah. And like when they all die, like I feel like terrible for them. When this movie, I didn't Joe, care if any what. You weren't rooting for Colin to find his drugs. <laughs> no, no. 
He was the best no. part about the movie, besides all the Halloween parts. I will. I actually will agree with you on that. I think Edward Furlong. He did. He was a great be, actor compared he was to everyone. Like, he was the best like actor in this movie. I will say that. Um, I interrupt real quick, Joe. I'm sorry. Yeah. Similar to Idle Hands, Devin Sawa not getting just Gabler. No way in hell <laughs> is Edward Furlong banging Monica Kenner, or whatever her name is. No way. In right. Hell. You don't think so? There. Look, no, he's like a bag of milk, and she's <laughs> like. <laughs> what? No. He's cute. Well, I guess I stand corrected, but no, no way. Yeah. But yeah, I mean, it just like, I don't know, just the vibe wasn't there. It just, I don't know. It just, I did not have a feel for me. And I, I don't agree with the music choice. Uh, with I did disagree with Sam too. You don't know nothing. I, so the, some of the music was fine. Like, I guess you won't be shaking your little dick around either. So <laughs> I, I, the music, some of the, the music wasn't like terrible, but the music, when they decided to insert the music, I thought, really ruin the vibe like when the demons are attacking you're playing like this new metal soundtrack to it and it's so? just like what like it just but it's like not like scary or like spooky but or anything. i want to like, get my demon yeah. <laughs> yeah yeah it just like ruins the vibe to me um so it just i wasn't feeling that um but i will talk about the things i did like i guess after steve goes oh what all of the boobies <laughs> i was like todd's gonna love this boo this boob you know i was <laughs> gonna write boobie. a review my review was going to stay, I appreciate their dedication to large-breasted women, mm-hmm. but I decided to not do any review. I think it's, <laughs> so anyway, Steve, go ahead. Um, yeah, I'm, I think I'm along the same lines as, as you guys. Uh, you know, So uh, I bought this on Blu-ray. Funny that Sam mentions Blockbuster. So when I got married, you know, obviously I got like money from family and friends and stuff uh, at the wedding. And right after is when Blockbuster closed. So I went to like all my local blockbusters and pretty much bought out all their fucking uh, Blu-rays and Night of the Demons is one of the ones I specifically remember picking up Uh, being very excited to watch it because I did like the original and uh, I hadn't watched it since my I guess you know close to my honeymoon there and yeah it was uh, I I really had hopes almost like uh, I did when we did Nightmare on Elm Street remake that maybe I I won't have like the rose colored glasses this time where I I almost come in wanting to hate it, you know? Um, but yeah, there's just a lot about this that's bad. And right away from the start, we alluded to it before, having Linnea Quigley come in back in her ballerina outfit and like show her like ass to kids for some fucking weird ass reason <laughs> was so disturbing. They were kids. They were young girls. Yeah, I know. Like why? Yeah, why? It's really fucking bizarre. Like, okay, maybe if it was like, teenage boys right like, yeah oh, exactly that would make sense but <laughs> yeah it was really fucking bizarre it was like the it was so weird hmm. yeah and, and then you have guys across the street like shooting fucking paintballs at uh like but I trying to be that. heroes you know at the people stealing candy it's just like right away i knew okay this is probably gonna be bad uh then edward furlong's going to like the strip club and uh the guy's like having a blow job that was terrible man <laughs> it was so, it was so bad it was like yeah. a 12 year old wrote that like this is fucking edgy. exactly yeah, yeah, yeah exactly. are you almost done no we're not we're just getting started <laughs> no we're just getting started uh, no i meant because she's like sucking his dick oh, yeah. like, are you almost done i was thinking when during that scene i'm like could i could i like do can i conduct business while getting that? a conversation yeah. i don't think so could you i don't think i could it's weird i guess i'm not a russian mob boss or whatever he was but yeah it's like the sword well, that's probably test. why he hadn't finished because he couldn't focus you know right um, so yeah, so anyway, so I knew from there on that it, it was going to be a bad film. Uh, like Sam said, I did really like the Halloween party. I thought that was like a cool 
uh, like that felt like a party, unlike the first one, which I think was uh, kind of a negative there. Uh, that was really cool. I like seeing kind of all the costumes. I love seeing uh, Billy, you know, from Saw just uh, mm-hmm. roll by and stuff like that. Just little things like that that I did love. Uh, but once the kind of demon stuff started, it was just awful to me. Uh, the fact that they're the basically the story is them trying to hide in this room with uh, like scripture on it and stuff for a good portion of the ending was boring as hell and just stupid. It just it's just really it didn't work and the whole subplot of they need seven souls to kind of carry out their thing and originally the seventh person you know hung themselves and uh, that's what stopped the demons from coming out the first time and this time she like kind of hangs herself but i knew even though i didn't remember i knew for sure that obviously she wasn't gonna die the same way it was so stupid predictable and yeah i didn't like this movie it's my third time watching it. Um, when Joe said he was going to try to watch it with an open mind, I'm like, okay, I'll try too. And then I was like, yeah. I, I tried, man. <laughs> I, I, I tried, but I knew like almost instant. Like that, well, that opening scene with like just that really cheap filter over it to make it look like an old movie. I'm like, oh no. <laughs> and then, man, like how could this movie look cheaper than a movie that was made in 1987? Like even the makeup that effects digital are fucking worse. Film they use, like, yeah. The makeup effects are worse too. Like Angela looks dumb as hell. Like I hated her like makeup look in this. Some of the demons did look cool though. Like I'll give it props. It's like there, some of the makeup effects on a couple of the demons were pretty cool looking, but the and the main Angela thing, it just it didn't look good at all to me. Um Shan Elizabeth as Angela did not work for me. I thought her little fucking dance thing they did with her was fucking terrible. It was just like, she was like, oh yeah. Like it was like the fucking lamest ass dance. Like it was kind of like, like, like if you go to like a strip club and the stripper doesn't even want to be there and it's her like last fucking dance of the night or something. How do you know? Fucking... <laughs> I don't, but I'm just saying. My friends um, told me, my friends told me. <laughs> that's like, that's like kind of what it reminded me of. Just like someone going through the motions on the dance. It was like, why even try to replicate the a paycheck? Iconic... Like you said. Yeah. yeah. And then like you get the fucking silly lipstick scene where they try to bring the lipstick uh, thing back from the original, but instead she pulls it out of her fucking vagina in this one. Uh, which is so fucking bizarre. I, they definitely like hyped up the sexualness in this one. Like the first one is pretty sexual. It has like some sexual stuff, but this one was like, like, I don't know. Like reminded me of like a movie I watched called Flesh for the Beast a long time ago. The one your parents um, bought you? Yeah, which was like a horror <laughs> softcore porn. Like it kind of had the same like vibe and feel uh, this one, even though it didn't, it wasn't as like hardcore sex scenes, but it just had that like cheapness to it, you know? Um but yeah, I, the, I will say, the, okay, so one thing I really did like about this movie that I thought was cool, um, the I did think the scripture wall was kind of cool, but the coolest part was when the blood starts coming down, and that's how the demons are trying to get in. I actually really like that scene, and the demons like trying to break through the wall and stuff. I did personally like that scene, um, but that was like one of the few things I did like. Yeah, uh, see, I didn't uh, for two yeah. reasons. One, there were way too many arms compared to the amount of demons <laughs> that were in the house. Yeah. And two, uh, the whole idea was that the blood was washing off the scripture, but it completely wasn't. If you actually look at the wall, that the blood is not erasing any of the scriptures at all. Like they're just wiping and nothing's happening. Just go so with it. It was team. yeah, I know. But like, <laughs> you know, for such an important like pivotal scene to the movie uh i just i just couldn't get past it yeah i mean this was on like a shoestring budget man like i don't know what the budget was but 
I feel like it was even less than uh, the original. Yeah, well, the when original... you're in the 2000s and you're starring Edward Furlong, your budget is, <laughs> is pretty yeah, low. Right, yeah, right, yeah. Oh, and we and uh, Tiffany Shepis makes a little cameo in this as well as the right. uh, door woman. Yeah. You guys kind of really broken my it. heart. I know. Well, tell, I, us what, tell us what you loved about it, Sam. You, since I already the, did. did were you not listening? Well, I know, but anything else? I said up? everything. All right. I don't know. I think I think it was just because, like, so when I was younger, like, I liked horror, like, all of the big pictures that we grew up with. But then there was a time of where, like, I knew I liked horror and I loved it. I just didn't know how to watch it or, like, what to look for. So I would just go to the video store every weekend and get whatever DVDs I thought looked scary. And, I like, during this whole time, that's when I did it. Um, so I just think that there's like, it's the whole thing. Like if you, how we talk about your brother, Dylan, when he sees the remakes, he likes those more than the originals. And it's just, I mean, I like the original is better than the remake, obviously, but there is like that sentimental thing of where I like watched it and was like, oh my God, this is so cool. Like, and just that Todd said, I'm Angela, just honestly did write that down. Um, can you guys guess the uh, budget for this? I got it pulled up here. Ooh, I'd guess about a million. Million? Okay. Uh, <clears throat> Ten million dollars. Wow. Which is strange because that's high. Yeah, it's very high, and um, <laughs> it grossed sixty-four thousand. Oh man! Oh, I'm, sure I'm sure they made a decent amount on Blu-ray sales. <laughs> they are sales, proud but... to be part of that sixty-four thousand. <laughs> they yeah, definitely didn't make their money back though. No, I'm, I'm pretty sure this was a direct to sci-fi if I remember correctly. Like it was like a Friday night sci-fi or something. 64,000, it would have to. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, it would have to. There's I'm no sure way it made good money on DVD, but not 10 million. Yeah, yeah no. I know, <laughs> I, I know the original was a 1.2 million budget because I read that earlier. Wow. Well, how much, Shannon Elizabeth probably took all of the budget. <laughs> not, not she was like popular like, at that time. Yeah, kind in, of, the, right? in the 90s, maybe, but late 2000s what about edward edward probably just did it for exactly. fucking burger king let me show my little ass for this it was literally all actors that used were in popular horror movies that have no work now like monica keen uh, uh edward furlong she's uh, good in it she's good she, in Mon it. yeah monica keen is really good in this she's like definitely the best part of the movie probably mm-hmm I feel bad, you know, when I was watching Never for Long, like I'm, you know, we're making jokes on his behalf, but he's a good actor, man. And it he sucks is. that, you know, drugs played a part in his downfall because he's actually, like you said, or someone said, he's the best actor in this movie by far. Mm -hmm. And yep. it sucks that, you know, he did a different path after Terminator. I heard, I heard he's gotten clean though. Good. Good for him. That's what I heard anyway. But yeah. Can we get him on the podcast? Maybe. Probably you can. Know. <laughs> you never know. He never does cons and stuff all the time now, so he does. Yeah, <gasps> yeah. Joe, meet him. Yeah, I met him. You did? Did I? Yeah. No. Uh, yeah, you did. Yeah, because I it was at the con uh, I went to. I sent you the picture. I'm wearing my horror oh, sweatshirt. Okay. And, no. He looks really rough in it. <laughs> he might have been stolen the drugs remember, in that yeah. picture. Yeah. But I got him to sign a Pet Cemetery two poster. Man, I had the biggest crush on him when I was a kid. Thank you. Was like girl did. Beautiful. What a beautiful person he's a little bad boy back then he's riding a dirt bike and his fucking voice and it would shriek every yeah. now and then oh such a cutie <laughs> well sam why don't you lead off the ratings so we don't hurt your feelings oh my god you guys no 
All right. What did I give the original? 8.5? Nine. Oh, nine. (laughs) (laughs) All righty. Just because of everything I've already explained about this movie. You know what? I'm going to give it a 7.5. Well, I gave it a half star on Letterboxd. Um, I guess that translates to like a three out of ten, somewhere around there. A three out of ten? Is it that bad? It's so bad, man. And <laughs> it's it te- technically a half star is a one, but yeah. yeah. Um, I, yeah, I mean, I, I don't think I would rewatch this movie. Like, unless Sam really wanted to like rewatch it, I guess I would just be like, eh, I guess so. But like, I wouldn't enjoy. It. I certainly wouldn't. I'll make sure it. we're drinking while. We're I uh, yeah, I would not recommend this movie to anyone. Just go watch the original Night of the Demons. There's no need to watch this. You won't miss anything. Um, I'm right there with Todd. Honestly, I gave it. I gave it a three out of ten, and I gave it one star on Letterboxd. Wow. Okay. Well, I guess I liked it more than you guys. Than, than you guys. <laughs> Uh, I gave it a solid four. So, <laughs> it was, uh, I mean, it had some good parts in it that, you know, gave me a chuckle, or I'm like, okay, that's cool. A couple good gags. But, uh, nothing worth re watching again. I mean, maybe in a decade, I'll forget again. <laughs> you know, I'll, I'll watch it again. But yeah, it's going back in the Indiana Jones vault for, for a while, you know? Yeah. Well, I guess hit or miss on that one. Yeah. But uh, original, unanimous. Yes. Classic. Yeah. Top 10 horror for me. If, if there's anyone who enjoyed the remake as much as I do, um, let me know in the Discord. You know what, Sam? A lot of people actually do because I was on Letterboxd just looking to see what other people thought of it. And it was actually it was actually highly more highly rated than, than I thought it would. And a lot of people were saying that they actually really enjoyed it and they thought it was underrated. So you're not alone. 2.4 on Letterbox, my friend. Yeah, 2.4 is higher than I thought it would be, honestly. <laughs> it does actually have a lot of top reviews that are like three, three and a half. Right. What's yeah. the highest you can give on Letterbox? Five. Five, Five. okay. So yeah, 2.4 is not too bad. <laughs> not bad at all, I guess. Well, it is. <laughs> <laughs> it's not great, but you know. Uh, Todd, you want to tell us what we're doing next week on our very special episode? Well, we don't know if we're doing it next week because I think they might need more time. Um, but we're we're, 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 we're we're definitely doing it, so maybe people can, you know. Okay, so for my uh, birthday pick, I decided to do a little different thing. Uh, we're going to do a book instead. So if you want to follow along, or if you or if you've read the book, it's called uh, "The Girl Who Loved Tom Gordon" by Stephen King. I never read it before, so I I didn't pick it because I loved it. I picked it because I wanted to do a book for the show, and it was short. And I never read it and it's on my to read shelf. So I'm like, perfect. So Girl Who Loved Tom Gordon is about a young girl who gets lost in the woods and all she has is her Walkman to keep her company. And she's a baseball fan. So that might be next week or the week after, depending on when we can get the book done. Yes. Yep. Hopefully next week though, because there's uh, two movies I want to review in the in the month. Ooh, what's we that? Did, uh, Spiral, the Book of Saw. Yes. <gasps> when does that and come out? Excited. It's the, I think Very the thirteenth. I think it's in two weeks. I'm excited. And then uh, Army of the Dead. I'm excited for that too, which is the week after. So nice. Yeah. Do you guys want to know what my alternate title was going to be if Sam and Joe couldn't read it? <laughs> what? Go ahead. Friday the Thirteenth Part Four, my favorite Friday the Thirteenth yeah. movie. Yeah. It's a great oh, one. Cool. Yeah. yeah. The final chapter. 
Final chapter. Nice. Yeah. yeah, that's a great one. That's probably my favorite. Yeah, yeah that's my favorite well. too. It's I really great. love pa- I really love part three too though. Three and four are my two favorites. Yeah. Yeah. And just a quick reminder for those who, you know, uh, didn't know, but we've mentioned a few times you can now check out our merch on t public slash the horror squad podcast we got all sorts of stuff on there and thank you to everyone who bought once again we mm-hmm. it's so appreciated it's yeah. so awesome and to see how fucking first how fucking like lovely our <laughs> our listenership looks it's, yeah, it's, it's like crazy beautiful. god damn <laughs> like uh yeah they all look great in the shirts yeah. and keep sending those pics and you'll win a box of really cool stuff i i promise you i'm gonna fill this box to the brim of horror all sorts of horror stuff so yeah that's good quality too which i'm happy about it's not good. like flimsy cheap shit good it's good happy yeah. to hear happy to hear hmm. all right. All right. thank you for listening thank you everyone make sure to join in our discord and give us a five-star rating wherever uh, you rate your podcasts all right bye 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 eat a bowl of fuck <laughs> Happy half. Oh, that's so aggressive, Joe. It's happy half a ween. Why, sure we do. Too bad. I bet you don't get many blowjobs. Eat a bowl of fuck! (laughs) I am here to party!